Hello, everyone, and welcome to Time to Roll's Campaign 1. This is episode 40. Can't believe we've been doing this that long. Um, have a few things to go over really quickly, and then we will get right into the game, because there's a lot we got to do, as always. Um, first things first is that I think I've said this before. I think I know I've said this before. We're on every single podcasting format that is available on the Internet. So if you want to listen to this instead of watching it, it's on every single podcasting format, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, you name it. It's all on there. So if you want to go check that out, that'd be great. The more you download, the more it supports us. If you want to check out the www.timedroll.com, that's where all of our most recent merch is there. If you want to support the brand, that's the best way to do it. Anyways, let's get right into the story. Um, we have a lot to do. And uh, yeah. And uh, I do have, actually, before we start. I do have official dates as to when I will be missing. There will be no time to roll on May 28th. That's Sunday, May 28th. That's the last Sunday of May. I will be not home. I will be attending my cousin's wedding. So sorry about that, but I, I'm excited for that. So no show that night. Um, I will keep, as always, I'll keep all of you updated and posted on what's going on with the channel on Twitter. So if you want to follow me, follow me there, that'd be great. Also, if you want to go check out all of our other socials, link should be down in the panels. Let's get started here because I hope they're not being, well, let's just unmute and see what happens. Yeah, <laughs> he did. What did, what, what happened? We were talking about daddy, Pedro Pascal. Oh, yes. <laughs> you can call him daddy. That's deserved. You're next, so get ready for it. Father. <laughs> Does 20 hit your AC? <laughs> no. I'm just happy I maxed my relationship with Paladin Dance. You mean Paladin Daddy? Yeah. Hmm. All right. I want to get the Buzz Lightyear mod. Oh, only if you mod Woody's clothing in. Why is, why is this the third week in a row we're talking about this game? Why not? Fair enough. All right. Are you talking about a different kind of Woody, so. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think I think you're right. All right. Let's uh let's get let's get into the game real quick, shall we? Um so where we left off, you guys uh spent a good majority of your time uh at least a, a whole day in this case, Ori resting after a night's um, a night's worth of combat with a young dragon, randomly rolled by myself while Nate was gone. Um, as Ori was sleeping, all of you were escorted up into the library, vastly changed since the last time you were here, to do as much uh, research and overall learning as you could about Dwarven society as well as the Cordaeorums, the gem that you were tasked to find by the king of Sylvania. Uh, the gem said to be able to heal all wounds, cure all illnesses, and even maybe bring people back to life. Um, mm -hmm. We left off uh, with all of you being escorted back down into the bedchambers for a long night's rest after a long day of research and being told by Rosalore that uh, you have a, he has a quick way to get to Arbington, uh, the city of which the Lily of the Sky, uh, Anders' skyship is being repaired 
in the harbor there. Um, you guys have all, as you wake up the next morning, um, we can switch back down to this map. That one. At this point, Ori, you probably woke up somewhere. I mean, you could have stayed sleeping if you wanted to. Um, no, no one. You don't have to. Uh, long rest dictate eight hours, but you can certainly sleep longer to catch up with your friends if you wanted to do that, or if you wanted to be up and do random things in the early, in the early morning while they're sleeping. That's up to you. So if you wanted to, at some point in the middle of the night, uh, or he's going to take a mattress take two of them and put them together so he has a bigger bed on the floor. Okay, easy enough. Uh, I'm going to say, are you trying he's to do gonna, this? He's going to make sure it's occupied by like a random person. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you're not you're not trying to do this subtly at all? No, he's like, he's going to try to uh, do like the tablecloth trick with like the plates and stuff. <laughs> okay, so you find, you wander into the room next to you where you find a sleeping, seems to be a Either a town's guard or maybe a uh, a, a paladin of Artemis uh, sleeping uh, sound asleep. Um, older man, probably in his late fifties. And as you could grab, you do your strength easy easy enough. You don't even have to roll for it. If you're trying to do it without being with while being, uh, you're not trying to do it while being sneaky. You're just walking up and doing it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You do that, and immediately he kind of looks at you and goes, "What the fuck, man?" Go back to sleep. It's all a dream. Robert persuasion check. Actually, deception check. We're gonna go. <laughs> well, you do that. I'm good to have you do that a lot. Uh, my deception. Ooh, plus two. We're up there. Seven. Insight. That's a natural one. <laughs> uh, oh Okay, okay. And you just see him like curl up on the on the wooden frame that is left of the bed and just kind of go back to sleep. Do you take the covers as well or do you put that back on? Or, or, uh, is there anything on like I assume it's in one of like these rooms. Yeah. Is there anything on like the dresser? Anything on the dresser? No, it's just a bare dresser. You, you get the sense that these are probably swiftly put together for makeshift barracks. Okay, yeah, just take the mattress and drag it into my room. Okay. Next to each other. He, he looks at you, glazed eyes, and then just kind of like ignores the fact that he just got tossed off his bed early in the morning and just curls up and falls back asleep. You get the sense he's probably exhausted. Um, but he falls back asleep. He drag it and easy enough. You're now sleeping like a, uh, like a king. <laughs> As best you can with two beds king next to each other. Homeless. Yeah, yeah, king of your homeless. Yeah, but the morning moves on. It, we roll into probably early, uh, early morning, seven or eight o'clock. Um, your natural clocks, your circadian rhythms wake you up, um, and the rest of the day is yours. Do you want to spend another day hanging out here in Artemis, or do, would you like to move on to Arbington? Or do you want to fight dragons? The day's yours. Well, I'm ready to go. Yeah. I don't know about anybody else. Underground. I'd rather not be stuck here longer than we need to be. 
I concur. I do need a couple minutes by myself to look through my bag of holding about a couple items I picked up in that room. Oh, okay. The the room. Okay, yeah, right, right. The hidden room. All right. Uh, and if I remember correctly, you grab. Yeah. Okay, I have it written down here. All right. And what do you want to do? I mean, do you want to just try to figure out what they do, or? Well, the armor. What you said there was something with armor. So I don't know exactly what it was. Right. I just threw it in the bag. Right. So, in the chest. So Zane found the Zane found and took the 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 pouch of money, or the bag of money. Yep. Um, and uh, you took the half plate and what seemed to be a wand at the bottom of it. So you look at the half plate. I mean. I'm gonna say, are are you trying to? What are you trying to gain from this? Are you just trying to figure out what it is, what type of metal it is, if it's magical? What's your goal? Well, okay, I didn't know if it was something I could wear or. Um, <laughs> are, are you proficient in half plate as medium? Heavy, no, heavy armor. I wasn't even. I wasn't hmm. even sure what kind of armor it was. Yeah, it's 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 a half plate. Very clearly a half plate. If you're not proficient in heavy armor, which I don't believe rogues are. Um, no then yeah no well you could wear it but it would give you speed uh, drop your speed and it would uh, give you disadvantage on all stealth checks uh on all sleight of hand checks and all dexterity related checks pretty much are there any markings on it that indicate it who it belonged to make an investigation check uh normal investigation 16 taking some time to to look it over calmly and uh pretty pretty closely um yeah there is a marker and it's on the inside of the plate and it says all it says it has the initials L on it just L nothing else and it looks to be a very shoddily uh carved in L looks like someone used the probably a blunt knife to do it and it looks old well as you look at this okay. armor the metal looks old and in fact you do recognize this this metal um it is made out of pure platinum whoa okay i'm gonna leave it in the bag and um the wand anything special or spectacular about it or it's a wand uh, it's a, a, actually it to your having friends that are magically inclined and being around as long as you have you've seen wands you know that this is a wand um you don't know what it does roll arcana check for me uh... just to see if you get any 15 fortunately when it comes to magic related uh checks with you the dcs are pretty high and 15 doesn't exactly give uh, give you the knowledge of what this does um, you know, it's a wand. You know that it could probably be used as a arcane focus, as most wands are. Um, you don't know if it has any special properties, and you wouldn't have any real way of knowing unless you took it to an appraiser or found someone that knew something like an identify spell. Okay. But are there any, like, personal markings on there that would indicate? No, it's just, I mean, with your with the arcana check, I'm going to take the 16 investigation into account as checking both items with the 16 you gauge that this wood is probably it's probably just as old as the metal 
Um, and it, the wand is fairly light. Um, seems like a lighter, lighter wood. And it, it, it's lighter in color as well. It could be a birch, maybe a, uh, maybe a pine or some sort of uh, indigenous tree to the surrounding area. All right. I'll just, now that I've gotten a good look at it, keep it in the bag and consider my options later. Okay. All right. Anybody else want to do anything before we continue on with whatever this day brings? Head up to the nope. common room. Okay. Uh, Zan, do you, are you making anything today? Let me look at my list of shit. Because I, I, I figure... I figure that's worth asking since you're an artificer and that's just kind of what you do. Uh, yeah. I do have stuff still, so yes, I will be making something, but we can keep going. Okay. <laughs> so... With that in mind, Rosalor kind of walks up to all of you, uh, or or finds one of you, and I guess in this case it would be he's closest to Ori. He'd walk up and say, "Well, um, you were sleeping all night, but uh, I just wanted to let you know that I've we found out where your where Anders' airship is, and I have the ability to teleport us there if if you can find the rest of your friends if you're all ready to go." As he walks up oh. to Ori. I'll get them then. Cool. All right. I I will tell them to meet me at the stairs. And he will walk his way over to the stairs. And eventually you find all of them sleeping in their rooms and well, not sleeping, but awake, uh, kind of getting prepared. You find... Thaddeus kind of like just putting something into his bag of holding. Didn't see what it was. Um, but assuming all of you don't have anything else to do, you gather at the stairs. Rosalor um, brings the, uh, uses his, his control water to push the water up into the, to the circling sphere above the, uh, the hidden passageway guides all of you up the stairway and into the main library where all of you were doing your research prior, obviously, except for Ori. He then guides you um, to a what seems to be a uh, he brings you over and I'll just drag his token top left. He brings you over to a what seems to be a circular room a lot different than the normal teleportation circle room that Leon had brought you in prior after fighting the bronze dragon and bringing uh, Alara back. Um, this one's much smaller and it seems to be a there seems to already be a circle drawn and it's already glowing and there's five tables all around. There's bookshelves around obviously um, and he looks at all of you well uh, if we're going to Arbington um Let's see. They'll be taking us to the temple, I believe. So let me uh, remember, and you'll see him start to look at the circle and see if there's anything 
that he needs to change, realize that there's a symbol that's out of place, fixes the symbol with a weird little white piece of chalk. And as he draws that, he's just like, all right, I just got to put this down and then we can go. Uh, do the everybody quickly get in. Uh, this will only work for about five or six seconds. Uh, everybody ready? Yep. And he will make he will make the mark, and uh, all of you enter into the circle. Um, just immediately, you you feel a a feeling of weightlessness, uh, and. All of a sudden, your feet kind of... You, you feel like you're almost flying and feel a little nauseous. And then as you kind of, like, take a second to blink, you feel your feet hit solid ground. And you find yourself in a circular room. Um, you look up, and it's a building made of stone. It's... Uh, you look out. Uh, there's stained glass windows surrounding the entirety of the circular room. You look up. The ceiling is probably about... 60 to 70 feet tall. Um, you look around, you look down, there is a slowly a dim light circle underneath your feet. And immediately you start to hear footfall come from a wooden door that is in front of you. And immediately the door swings open and you see a, what seems to be a orcish, maybe a half-orc man um, donned in green robes um where is that sheet uh and immediately you see him pulling out what seems to be a handful of gems at, or looks like gems out of his pocket and you immediately start to see those gems start to glow and then he sees Rosalor and he immediately claps his hands together uh i didn't know you were coming uh Rosler, I'm so sorry. I've, apologies. It is something. It is hard to remember to message ahead before you use someone's teleportation circle. Um, everyone, this is uh, this is the head priest here uh, in Albington. This is uh, Kieran. Kieran Cole. Um, he's the head priest of the Temple of Shanti. Uh, as you can see, he's. Uh, in Realize we were coming. That's on me. Uh, Kieran, um, these are my friends. Um, and uh, I hope it's okay that we use this circle. Um, um, you know, uh, the captain here, and, and he'll point at Ander, his ship is being fixed inside the harbor. Um, and I told him I'd be able to teleport them here. I hope it's okay. And Kieran will look at all of you. Well, I mean, nothing stopped you from teleporting here before, Rosalor. Um, although you do do mind your step. Um, we had just we just cleaned the temple, and uh, there's a the city's kind of rowdy right now, so we're kind of on high alert for anybody that's here to do wrong to our temple. So, apologies for the um, potential uh, misplaced hostility uh please follow me and he he will uh guide all of you as you look closer at this guy he's probably in his 30s 40s looks to be that way um clean shaved black hair 
Um, you look at his eyes. His eyes are kind of like this dull amber color, brownish color, um, green skin, shorter tusks. Uh, you start to look at him. He's definitely a half-orc. Um, and again, the robes he's wearing are, are green, primarily for, like a forest green color with uh, with like gold inlays. And on the back, you see a an <clears throat> emblem, a stitch emblem of what looks to be a tree, an oak tree on his back. Um, and as you start to walk through, it is a massive temple. This temple is probably, it, it equates to the size of the temples that you would see in... Um, see an Artemis before it was destroyed or uh, much bigger than the temple you saw in Keister. Um, probably four times the size of that one. And there's stained glass windows all up and down. It looks like a uh, it looks like a standard temple, but as you look closer, you start to see hints of like plants start to grow up through the walls and vines and flowers sprinkling down and what feels like natural light coming in, you look up and it's actually it looks to be a, a chandelier of some sort of bioluminescent mushrooms um, glow, glowing this really light blue and sometimes shifting to a greenish glow coming down and uh, highlighting all of you. And it just seems feels warm in here. And uh, Kieran looks at all of you. I assume this may be some of your, some of you, uh, some of your first time coming into a temple of Shanti. Um, the matron of flowers tends to gift us with many calm and warm uh, places of worship, and this place has been around since long before my father was born and long before his. Uh, but anyways, and he guides all of you and the doors, uh, to this place are huge, uh, probably 40, 50 feet tall, wide swinging in and out wooden doors, all carved brilliantly with like different craftsmanship of different plants. What seems to be a tree, the same tree uh, insignia that was in the back of Kieran's jacket or robes, uh, and just, it's almost like a portrait, uh, like a mosaic portrait carved into wood um and as he opens up he's like welcome to the city of arbington and in front of you is a well i'll show you is a massive circle like city um very much on a grid system um you find yourself in the south uh be the southwest section you start to smell seawater and you feel the breeze uh, drifting in from the ocean. And in front of you is the Trobalt Sea, a, a, a body of water that I don't think any of you have seen with your own eyes before. But you look out into the sprawling city and it's not damaged. There's no sign of blue flames or blue markings. And you get the sense that the dragon attack didn't make it this far south. And uh, Kieran will say, well, uh, if you ever uh, have someone in your party that will need access to the circle, just come find me. I don't know if any of you are capable of using that type of magic, but that is entirely up to you. Um, Razalor, please do 
message me the next time you're coming. Roslor just kind of nod, and uh, he'll look at all of you. Well, I'm back into the thick of it, and you'll see him uh, point his finger and smile, and uh, you'll just see him like start to weave some signs in the air and say some say some words under his breath. Good luck. And you'll see him bring his hands out and his body will just vanish in front of your eyes. But you are now in Arbington, a port city in the south uh, central um south central part of Sylvania in the Fleur region. Um there's the cities are sprawling with all sorts of people. Um, it's a welcome sign compared to what seems like the hellscape that uh, Artemis had been brought to and made. Um, Ocean uh, is in front of you, and Ander has already started walking towards what seems the ocean. Ships this. Um. He'll just look at you. Ships this way if you want to follow, but. Uh, I don't know how long. I want to check how long it's going to be until these uh, repairs are done. Hopefully, they're close to being done. If not, we may be here for a day or two. Enjoy the city. Dave, you follow him, or are you just... Well? The <laughs> city's yours. What do you guys want to do? First time you've been in a big city where... And since Ebrax, really, where you actually have full reign and... Freedom of freedom of choice in a IRL a couple of months. Alara's gonna be like, you guys already know exactly what I want, and I will get what I want. Oh, she throws good. herself. She's like like Lois throwing herself off the steps, throws herself off of Ori's head, and proceeds <laughs> to well, go. <laughs> fine. Great, you know, Alara's got it right. We should probably grab enough rations for a while and probably stack up before we get into this shit. Good idea. Um, excuse me, is, uh, the, I'm, is the gentleman that whose place we just interrupted still around? Uh, he's walked back in and shut the doors behind him. Okay. Uh, too late on that one. Um, but they... there's, a, you're, you're in a city full of people. You, you look around, there's huge... You curiously, you don't see any elves. You look around and you start to glance with everyone's passive perception. You're not seeing many elves, uh, maybe the occasional half elf here and there. Um, but the primary citizen that you're seeing are orcish in nature. You're seeing half orcs, uh, full orcs, massive lumbering dudes with massive tusks. You do see a lot, a good amount of humans and. You're starting to see a sprinkle of goblins, of civilized goblins that are living at a nor as normal of a life as you'd expect from anybody living within a city, uh, just conversing with all I sorts of different people. Is this civilized goblins? Civilized. Oh my god, that's crazy. I am not civilized. I'm going to run up to the most random one, and I'm going to look at it. I'm going to sniff it, and I'm going to be like, you look like me. Yeah, well, he's just like, yes, I do. Who are you? Ooh, your skin's pink. I've never seen yeah. a goblin like you. Do you have parents? 
parrots? Parents. Parents. Like a mom and a dad. Oh, sorry. Uh, yes, of course. Most people do. Mine got rid of me. How does that make you feel? Sorry to hear that. Hey, uh, where are your parents? A little, a little late for what time of day is it, actually? It's it's in the morning. It's or the pre- morning. Yeah, it's around 9, 10 o'clock. What do you do without your parents? Or he might not even be a child. He's I, a grown adult. I'm, I'm a grown man, thank you. I, I have a 9 to 5, you know. A, a 9 to 5. A 9 to 5. What's a 9 to 5? It's a job. It's a saying here a in job. Arvington. It's, it's, it's a saying here a, in Arvington. You know, job. it's you must be outsiders. I'm an orphan. <laughs> As you said. And he starts to look at all of you. This goblin's a goblin. Uh... He has, like, a wisp of, like, black hair on top. He has a long, pointy nose, long green ears. Wearing seems to be, like, standard, like, leathers, maybe. Not, like, fighting leathers, but, like, you know, uh, standard peasant clothing. And he just kind of looks at all of you. Wait, but if you have a job that's apparently this 9 to 5, why are you out here and not there? Yeah, you're going to be late. Speaking of, see ya! And he'll, he'll start walking away. Hey, wait, I had a question for you. When he starts walking. Roll roll a, this is going to be, uh, roll a dexterity check for me. It'll be against his constitution, which is plus zero. So we'll see how this goes. Okay, give me one sec. Okay, get me dice. Alaris feeling a little, a little feisty today. Uh, Noted. Making Ori proud. She's been, a, she's been asleep for too long. She's ready to wreak havoc. You said... Dexterity Dex- check. Yes, please. Let me say... Uh, that would be a 10. He rolled a straight 8, so you tripped. you trip him, and he falls straight on his face. Hey, what the hell? Oh, I'm so sorry. I must have lost my, my footing and... When I was trying to walk away. Well, I hope you enjoy your nine to five, whatever that is. I had a question for you. Oh, what? Actually, uh, he's gonna he's gonna pick him up by like the back of his like, uh, hey, hey, I, like his his I, index finger and his thumb. I don't like this. Space. What's your job? I, I work at the I work I work at the fishery in the harbor. Gonna do something more exciting. You ever tried adventuring? No. Get some hair on your chest. Why would I do that? It's fun. You get to kill people. I'll take your word for it. If you're into killing people, there is a coliseum here. Before he leaves, Alara's gonna dig into her, like, little baggy dress pockets and pull out this disgusting-ass piece of cheese that looks like it's been... It looks like the cheese from Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Okay? Oh, God. And he's going to hand it to this goblin and be like, I don't know if your parents pack your lunch for your work day, <laughs> but this is for you. I hope you enjoy it. Roll a persuasion <laughs> check. <laughs> uh, a natural 20. A, a, a natural 20 or an unnatural 20? Unnatural 20. Okay. 30, 20. Just, just twenty total. Okay. He'll look at he'll like look at you and like Ori's still holding him up in the air. I assume you're on Ori's head. 
and he'll just like reach out his hand very very <laughs> gingerly <laughs> and look at you thanks and he'll take it and like shove it in his pocket you're welcome it's my favorite kind are you thank you nobody will be late I'll, I'll do that again if you're into killing people there's uh, a coliseum that legal killing just let you know Speaking of killing, I was actually going to ask uh, where your parents were if you wanted to be an orphan. <laughs> They're dead already. Oh, all right. Any relative? You're married? No. I'm How single. How old are you? Nine. All right. I'll let, uh, if, I know, if I see another female goblin, I'll let him know about you just to you know, get you out there. Wait, I Wait. think maybe we should just let him go and the, just go to the Coliseum. I and know. Then once, once. It's been a while. Wait, when, you're single uh, and you have no family, so you're pretty much an orphan. Lame. Wait, he's an orphan. What are you trying to insight? <laughs> whether whether or not the goblin's telling the truth about uh, not really having any family, you get the sense not only is he being very truthful, you get the sense that he's also like in full blown survival mode right now. Fair. All of a sudden. A group of rough and rowdy outsiders, adventurers, just walk up and Ori, a ten foot minotaur, picks him up by his the back of his shirt is just is holding him. He looks scared as fuck right now. But trying to so, put on uh, a mean face. Nice Ori, put him in your pocket. So you're looking for like a man, woman, or I can help you out, you know. Um You in the Minotaurs? No. Ori like looks behind him. What are you what are you talking? But you never know. What? All right. Well, I'll put the word out, and uh, I'm I'm in the I'm I'm into both men and women. Thank you. Oh, okay. That, well, wait, does this mean he doesn't know what a vagina is? I. It's okay because I just Blair, found please out. Please let me finish, please. I wanted something, dear. All right. Once, if I'll I'll find you someone, and then after a few years, you'll see me again, and I'm gonna kill him. So, like, if you'll you know you get what I'm saying. No, you're gonna. <laughs> you and your family are going to die. At this point, the love, of, the love at, of his life is going to die by my hand. At this point, you start to see multiple people like starting to like stop and like walk slowly and just stare at all of you. Like it's okay. The dragons just... are already coming for you, people. Get over it. With dra with dragons. I'm gonna turn. I'm gonna turn around and Larry's gonna be like, "It's okay. We don't have to be scared. We're just we're like traveling performers. It's all satire. It's just it's." I'm not a performer. I meant every word I said. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Alara. Alara is becoming a big girl now. <laughs> <laughs> we're watching a baby grow up in front she's, of her she's eyes. Getting puberty. She's getting that. Uh, that um, a bit of cheese. Is that cheese fermented? That rebellious phase of her childhood. Can, yes. Can I? Can I go to work now? As his yeah. li his yeah. little legs are dangling right. in the air. <laughs> they, they... Oh, if you don't like your boss, I'll kill him for you. My boss is very kind. Uh, oh, that's that's too bad. I, I might still do it. What fishery is it? I'll get out like a piece of parchment. As a, a, as as you put, have you put him down yet? Yeah, he'll put him down. He's trying to take out a piece of paper. As you're taking out a piece of paper, he's gone. You, you see him walking down the road very briskly, trying to blend oh, in, rude. trying to blend into oh. the rest of the crowd. 
Well, I'll see him again. Well, now I need to go find cheese to replace the cheese that I just gave him. So let's go. Well, I'm going to that Coliseum. If anyone wants to, you know, come along. I'd be down for a good tussle in the Coliseum. At this point, we should uh, probably restock. We do like a two v two, or we could do it. I'm pretty sure we'd win. You want to get that dub? It's gonna be like the guy's gonna be like Oberyn from fucking Game of Thrones. All right, all right. Let's get a point of order here before we do anything. What do you guys want to do first? Big city. You guys have a lot to do that you can do. What? All you have. You have a few options. You can either go find find Ander and find out how long it's going to take for the ship to be fixed. There's a Coliseum, as the Goblin said. There's uh, all places to shop here. All places to restock. All places to eat, drink, get into get into bullshit. You guys could. What do you guys want to do? Uh, Coliseum. Coliseum. Col- Coliseum. Okay. Is there anything Vaten or anybody else wants to do? I would like to restock our supplies first before we yeah. Coliseum. Okay. Yeah, well, maybe we can go shopping on our way to the Coliseum. True. Or after, once we, you know, if there's a reward involved. I think we're going to need snacks to watch Ori kill people at the Coliseum. Well, Duo's tournament, me and Ori <laughs> versus the world. Well, I am looking for a uh, either a educational institution where I can register my name or a library or something, a city registry that I can search and then register my name. Okay. Um, well, for this is all your, all of yours. Actually, yeah, this is all of your guys' first time being to Arbington. So it's going to take some time to look around and or ask around. Uh, how you find information is up to you. I know I have a city a, a city map that shows you where everything is, but that's just for visual. Uh, how do you guys want to go about... This is really just for time in my brain, for how for what time it is during the day. Um, and what time events are happening. So, if you're trying to search for places to restock, it's actually not that hard to find after searching for about probably 10 minutes walking around you do find heading heading northwest a bit you do find what's considered the budding bazaar uh it is a large collection of tents and uh stalls kind of reminds you of a flea market in a way um but you look around there's people of all make of, of all kinds uh all creeds and colors makes and races uh, just hanging out, buying stuff, bartering. It, you start to hear the noise of the market starts to outweigh the sound of the ocean because there's that many people here. So many lives to take. <laughs> it would be quite the field. Right for the picking for you. Zed, do you think I was too pushy with that goblin? I think I should have uh, been more like... I mean, if you were pushy, you might have just ended him where he stood. I mean, I tripped him, and I have no regrets. Good. The guy we traveled with, is he still with us, or...? He's sent, he headed towards the ocean. He waved at you and said, I'm going to go find the quartermaster. And went towards the ocean. 
the ocean is to the south as you, which knowing, actually, I'm going to say just for the sake of being funny and kind of, uh, let's say Vaten, roll a survival check to see if you, if you can gain your bearings on which way is north, which way is south. 26. This is why I had you do it. <laughs> So, yeah. Um, yeah, you immediately, you knowing the general area of where the city is, being told where it is, and have it pointing it pointed out on the map to you. You look to the north and you do see uh, the Haverlow Mountains, the south, the south foothills of the Haverlow Mountains peeking up over the walls of the city. Um, and you do see the mountains about a good 100 to 120 miles off in the distance. Um, you. And you immediately flag that as north. And then you start to look around and get, even though you're not a big fan of big cities, uh, oh, yeah, no. you're smart enough and you're, you're able to adapt enough that you immediately understand that this city was built almost like a compass to where the most north part of the city is pointing north, the most south part is pointing towards the sea. And you get the sense that the city is built in between the sea and the mountains for a reason. But you wander into the budding bazaar and it is packed. Uh, you start to, this is where you start to see more and more goblins uh, manning stalls, pointing out, trying to wave people down and sell different food items, selling different pieces of jewelry that seem well enough made. Uh, you see random, uh, people trying to vendor and pawn off and you multiple people running up to you and like Zane, one will run up to you and notice, uh, notice like on your side and see, see the gun on your hip and will like run up to you and Hey, that's a, that's a great piece there. Are you willing to sell it? No. And I'll end your life. If you try to take it from me, roll an intimidation check. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. Let's see. Okay. So I had to look what my thing was. <laughs> 21? You just see him like slowly back away with his hands out. Hey man, I don't want any trouble. I'm just 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 trying to make a living. And he'll like walk away and disappear into the crowd. Um I'm, I'm gonna keep an eye out for um anybody trying to like pickpocket us with any your, of us. With your passive perception. Because it is a crowded area. I'm going to say let's if it, okay, we'll just use your passive perception and can I do the same if, actually? Yeah. Uh what's your passive perception? Uh mine twenty three. I know yours is twenty three. I have that written down because that's like the eleven. Eleven, yeah, okay. Be glad uh, let's just say be glad Vaten is in your group. Um twenty three. Are you are you <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> I was about to have the fucking satellite over our heads. <laughs> Pretty yeah. U- UAV overhead, essentially. Yeah. UAV online. <laughs> <laughs> like the way you said that. <laughs> but yeah, okay, easy enough. Um keeping an eye out, you look around, there's it's it's a lot of people. It's almost an uncomfortable amount of people for you, Vaten. Um, I was say it probably is an uncomfortable amount of people, for but me. you just kind of stick close to your friends and like and like keeping an eye out, staying vigilant, um, best you can. But 
Is there anything in particular that you're searching for that you guys are lacking? If you're looking for rations, that's easy enough to procure. We don't have to roleplay that. But if you're looking for anything in particular, Zane, you just got hand you just found a hefty amount of gold. So you all there's uh, also yeah. plenty of items to barter for if you'd like to do that. Yeah, I'm uh in the market for a couple things. Do I have anything to barter? Not really. Um... Oh, wait, I have those chunks of diamonds. You do? Do that? No, I mean, stop at a uh, magic shop. A couple, yeah, I can just... <laughs> I need a couple lanterns, a couple more jars, uh, and some quivers. Okay. Sorry, I'm uh, doing a thing real quick. Making a bomb? Uh, not quite. So, can you do me a favor and send me a list of the craft items you're looking for so that way I can uh, see if they'd be available in the city? Because some of them, they probably will. It'll just take you some time. Yeah, they're not that hard. Mm -hmm. I will get you a list. Appreciate it. I'm doing a thing real quick. Uh, I love this tool. Alright. Okay. So are you so are you looking to sell any of your items? Zane? Not at the moment. Okay. So where's my phone so I can see a list? That's what I'm looking for. Okay. Alright, let's let's take a look. Is there anything anybody else wants? Beyond um, potions, beyond but, and rations, beyond potions and rations. Rations are easy enough to find. How much? How many rations do you guys want? Um, because you, you know, in general, that you're going to at least be stopping in one more city before you get into the thick of it. But it is a fair distance between here and now by airship. Um, reminder that food is provided on the Lily whenever you guys are flying. So I get more so when we get off. This is right. This is more for whatever adventures bring whenever you're heading north and you get into the the. Uh, the How long do the uh, rations last for? Their rations are, are one day. So, and think rations are. No, like how long do they? Like, oh, oh, shelf life. Uh, shelf life? Uh, well, Vaten has an, a magic yeah. item. That can oh, prolong true. that can prolong stuff, but I can look. That I actually don't know the. I think it's I think it's two weeks, but that's where I'm like. <laughs> Plus, I can drop spell slots and and to create food and create water. And I know berry and so I like, I can also afford food for like everyone for like a year. So yeah. um, standard adventuring rations according to Reddit. Uh, consists of consists of magically dried foods like jerky, um, jerky bread, and seasonings like salt and pepper. Um, these things, if if taken care of, and if it depends on what you carry them. If, if you're putting them in a bag of holding, they're they're put in suspended animation. Oh, well, perfect! Uh, and have a and they have a, but they do have rot over time. 
Uh, it's just a slower ride. It's it's like think about Vaten's item that prolongs. It's like half that of how long it prolongs. So Vaten's it's like it takes forever and ever and ever and ever for stuff to rot. Uh, for bags of holding, it takes about where it would take say where it would take a day or, or where say it would take five days to rot. Just being out in open air, it would take ten days to rot inside a bag of holding. Think about mm-hmm. it like that. And for Vaten, it would take twenty days to rot. So in that that level of uh, stuff, but um, rations I believe cost two copper each. I could be wrong. Five e cost. Um, okay, I was wrong. Okay, it depends on the type of type of rations you want. If you want just jerky, it's uh, it's five copper per day. If you want better rations, where it's a full meal, it's five silver a day. Okay. Um, but if you want to buy that now, you can. You also know that you're stopping at least one more city before going into the trench. Um, I can wait. Though. So it can wait if you like. Um, but okay, so for the items that you're looking for, it takes a little time. I'd say with a with a with a bazaar this this busy, uh, roll an investigation check for me. I also have a bunch of miscellaneous things I'm looking for as well, so... Okay. Not necessarily miscellaneous. 16? 16. You're able to find one lantern. Uh, Just randomly, you see a goblin proprietor uh, trying to peddle off what looks to be light sources like candle holders, but he has one, like, almost like a iron-made lantern with glass sitting there that he looks at you. It's all yours for... Eight silver. Deal. Here's one gold. <laughs> he will smile at you. The three quivers easy enough to find. There's a lot of weapons merchants in this bazaar. Um, so for quivers, those are a slightly boosted rate. Uh, those will cost you five gold for all three. That's fine. Um, you roll a roll a, roll an intelligence check for me, Zane, as you're buying these things. Twenty. Twenty. Yeah. Uh, you immediately get the sense that this place has a lot of th- almost everything you need, mostly, um, but they're charging a little bit extra for it. You don't know if it's because you don't know if it's because it's the lack of supply, or if it's just because they can get away with it because they're a port town. Um, fine, I don't really care right now. Four jars, easy enough. Are you just looking for standard glass jars? Yes, because there's multiple jars because of magic stuff. Uh, Regular ass jars are fine. Okay, um, those will cost you. Glass is expensive. Those will cost you two gold apiece. Okay. Uh, so eight gold for that. Um, is there anything else anybody wants? I know Vaten said he wants some stuff, but... Uh, just magic shop at some point. Okay. Well, I have that generated already, so we can get to that in a minute. Okay. I have some, I have some mushrooms that I want to maybe try to offload. Okay, we'll get to that in a second. What's that? What do you want, Vaten? 
uh, a feather tuft of fur and fishtail inside a gilded acorn worth at least 200 gold pieces. Oh boy, these are ra random ass spell components, right? Yep, that's pretty much it, yeah. <laughs> Roll an investigation check. Because they're so specified, disadvantage. Fair. Um, 11. I've taken 11 on that, to be completely honest with you. What, so... You're able to find the first one, the the fur, feathered, whatever the hell you just said. Um, okay. You're able to find that. Uh, that as can you read that to me again so I can get you an accurate price? Um, basically two hundred gold pieces is the worth. Is, so it's worth two hundred gold. Is, is the spell yep. okay? Yep. How much of that do you want? Just one of them? Yeah, uh, yeah, just one. Okay, no, it's not a consumable. It's just a okay. Two hundred gold. Then mark that off. Uh, you find a raggedy ass tent that you walk in and there's this old, what looks to you look at her, you know, what Vaten, you've seen hags before. She's a hag, uh, very clearly a hag. And she's just like long fingers, disproportionate, long arms, tall. She looks over to you. You want stuff? Come get stuff. Here you go, my dear. And she will hand you whatever the hell you just said. Yeah. <laughs> and as you go to hand her the gold, she just like grabs the gold and starts to swirl them in the air. Gold, such a weird thing. Uh, meant to survive, though. And she'll shoot it back into her dress and you don't see where it went. <laughs> okay. Um, this one seeks similar items as well. Do you have more? What? Maybe. And she'll like look around at her at her tent. It's filled with a bunch of oddities. <laughs> you like you see you see uh a glass like glass balls hanging by a rope with like what seems to be pixies in them that are like weak and like trying to desperately get out of the ball. Uh you you see like you see like uh dead animal pelts hung up all over. Um, and so you're looking for fish something and acorn something, right? Uh, that that was the um, that was all one. Item oh, that I gotcha. Listed before, understood. Um, <laughs> next next thing is a uh, gilded flower worth three hundred gold. Flowers, interesting. One of hmm, one of importance. Yes, this might do. And she'll like reach her arm over your head with her fingers and pluck a flower that's growing outside out of her tent and grab it. This should do. And it's a golden like it looks like a flower made of gold. And as she puts it down in her hand. For you. 280 gold. And she'll hand it to you. I hope this works. Um, can I tell if it is gilded or if it just looks gold? Roll. I'm going to say roll a perception check. Well, you know what? She's holding it out there. You can inspect it. Yeah, roll an inspection. Or, uh, insight. Oh. Not insight. Uh, investigation. Investigation. Thank you. My brain did a, did a thing. Twelve. <laughs> it looks gilded. It looks gold. Uh, you haven't, you've never seen a gilded flower before, so it's kind of hard to tell, but he's like 280 gold just for you. 
Alrighty, I'll go ahead and take that. This one will. It's the item. It's it's the it's the item you want. <laughs> okay, cool. But it is it is worth three hundred. Uh, so she sold it to you for two eighty, but it is uh, worth three hundred. Okay. Um, and while I'm at it, um, anything else? As she like drapes her fingers around you. This is where if this was anybody but Vaten, he would start to be... I would, I would be getting very uncomfortable in character, but <laughs> Vaten gives no fucks, so... <laughs> <laughs> um, air, a pebble, ash, and water inside a gold-inlaid vial worth 400 gold. Ooh, that's a big ask. A lot of... You're looking for some magical items, I see. Okay, let me let me see what I have. Um, I'm gonna have her roll an investigation check, and if she rolls high enough, she'll have it. That's an eighteen plus four, so yeah. Um, it takes her a good twenty minutes of rustling around, and you get the sense that maybe she's making it for you. And I don't care. <laughs> you do sense a, a a brief flash of arcane energy coming from behind the table that she was sitting at. And eventually she does present you with the, with a golden vial that's glowing. 400 gold, please. Of course. While she was doing that, um, what would be the possibility of me following where she put, plucked that, those flowers from? Draping my cloak and then pulling a couple flowers down. I'm gonna say, roll a sleight of hand check. This isn't the fat. This isn't about being stealthy. This is about being subtle. About basically turning on your your anti detection mode because that's what it is, and it's kind mm -hmm. of frustrating. Seventeen. Let's see if she sees you. Remember, he is silent. Yes, but he is with. If 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 he's standing within the shop, it's technically her lair. Ags have have lair actions and lair and lair abilities. Interesting. What are you doing, my dear? As she reaches her hand over Vaten's head and looks at you, and puts her long, stringy, sharp finger up underneath your chin, Thaddeus. I was just looking at your flowers. Ah, very beautiful, yes. You can yeah. have... Since you're friends, I assume you're friends, as, he, as she looks at you, Vatan. Yes. Since your friend has been spending so much lovely gold with me, you can have one, and she'll pluck one and hand, hand you one. Thaddeus. Why, thank you. I'll remember you forever. Oh, no need for that. You won't remember me anyways. As she, as she like, brushes her fingers up underneath your chin, like, a, almost like trying to scratch, like, scratch your chin like a cat. And then she, like, brings her long, extended arm. And almost, look at you, <laughs> Vaten, you look up, and it's almost like her arm bends in two different I was going to say, it would almost have to, because I think I'm taller than that is. <laughs> yeah, so her arm bends in two different places down her arm. And her arm, her wingspan, just one arm is probably, it can reach all the way to the front of the tent. And the tent is about 
15 feet long. So, creepy woman. Um, is that all? This one has one last simple request. Oh, simple. I can do simple. Uh, this one seeks various insects. Insects? Uh, specifically. Well, what kind? Uh, ten centipedes. Two more spiders, because I already have one. Five wasps and one scorpion. I can't help you with the wasps or the centipedes. But I could do with the spiders and the scorpion. And she reaches her left arm up and grabs what seems a jar out of out of the shadow. You didn't even notice there's a shelf above you. And she grabs it and pops it open and like, come here, my dear. And you see a scorpion crawl out onto her hand. Will this do? And it's just a it's just an orange shelled exoskeleton scorpion. And immediately the scorpion starts stinging her in her wrist and just start now now that's that's rude you can just have this little one he's a bit feisty all the better for this one's purposes now spiders is there any particular type of spider that you're asking for or just spiders in general in general this one has already caught one and I'll hold the jar of spider that I caught. Ooh, what a pretty specimen. And she like wraps her long fingers around the jar. I could do that. And she like reaches her arm out inhumanly fast and snatches something along the side of the tent. And she brings her three long claws down and there's a what looks to be a tarantula-like spider trapped in between this one shall do, and she will put it in a jar, separate, enclose it, and hand it to you. Another one. Hmm. Ah! I will give you Gerald. And she reaches underneath the table and grabs another jar, and there's this mangled fucking spider. Probably about the size of a black widow. Um, missing a leg. <laughs> but it is as live and fierce as ever. And Cheryl's been with me for, oh, about three rotations or so. He will do you well. And she'll hand you, she'll hand you Gerald, the black, looks like a black widow. Um, this one does not want to separate you from your pet. Gerald is no pet. He's bait, but I haven't used him as bait yet. So here you go. For the two spiders... Oh, the the same or the uh, the scorpion and the and the regular spider I just caught, no charge. You could have gotten those yourself. Gerald, on the other hand, I am losing a f precious piece of bait. Five silver. This one will provide a gold. You're a tipper. Well, do come back if you ever find a. And to, like, mine again, I will be here. <laughs> and she'll just, like, slink her arms back behind the table. And her body will, like, shift backwards into the shadows. If there's nothing else, good day. And she will 
become one with the shadow and the darkness of this tent. And I will walk out like you, almost the, the little extra bounce of my step. You walk out, Thaddeus and Vatin, you walk out and you immediately feel a bout of um a bout of nausea come over you. And as you kind of like shake your head to get rid of it, you turn around and the tent is gone. Weird. Oh. Uh, I'm just going to double check to make sure I still have all of the things that I bought. Yeah, everything is there. Gold is gone. Um, yep. Yeah. I just shrug and... The experience yeah. happened, oh, but God. it is... You get the... It's almost as if it was a dream. But, anyways, is there anything else uh, you guys want to do in the bazaar? I know, Todd, you said you wanted to try to get rid of some mushrooms. <laughs> we can... Potion. I'm sorry, what did you just say? Health potion. Health potion. I thought you said love potion, and I about spit out my drink. Um, I'm not Thaddeus, okay? Do we get more of those? I'm not dealing with them again. <laughs> more of a hassle to have up, I guess. Last uh, last bit of health potions got you abducted and nearly and actually killed. So, <laughs> love potions, not health potions. Or yeah, love potions. Sorry. So health potions, easy enough to find. Uh, it does take multiple stops at multiple alchemists uh, selling their wares, but you are able to scrounge up. Depends on the type of health potions you're looking for. Superior. You're looking for superior health potions. Okay. Me and my homies tend to almost die, you know. Right, right, right. Normal health potions are are meh. Um, okay. So let's see those. Okay. You're able to scrounge up. It depends on how much gold you're willing to buy. You're willing to spend, because you do find <laughs> a total of eight superior health potions. These and those are, are how much? Again? Varying prices in this bazaar. Um, base price is five hundred. You find some for four hundred and fifty gold that you don't necessarily know if they would work as well. Uh, you find the five hundred ones. How many can I get? Of just you go. You've out out of the eight that you can judge to be about the size of a superior healing potion. Well, since yeah. I said eight, let me roll a d eight. Three of them are five hundred gold, and you get the sense that yeah, they're 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 up to snuff. Uh, Ori, how are you looking on health potions, bud? Uh, he'll dig around his bag. I got two greater healing. Alright. Give Ori one of those. You do find Elka? a few for like 550 gold as well. Elka, how are you looking on health potions? Um, I currently have two superior and four greater. Actually, give Ori two then. <laughs> I'll take one of them. Okay. Do you? I mean, you can. But there's there's a few more available to you at slightly higher prices if you'd like to pay them. No. Okay. There are also two that are four hundred and fifty gold each. You look at them. They'll probably do the same amount of healing, but 
because they're so cheap, you are you don't know if the alchemist is selling them because they're a bad batch or selling them because he doesn't know how much the standard going price for superior health potions are. Fair enough. But no, just those three will be fine. Okay. All right. Uh, anything else before we get to this uh, this this magic shop real quick for anybody who's interested? Oh, I'm going to give that flower that I picked up to Vatan. Okay. So he gives you another another gilded what looks to be a golden flower. It looks like a daisy type flower. Um, and it's... He already has one. Well, it's yours now. <laughs> now you have two. Alright. Okay. But it... Walking out of the bazaar, you do see a sign for a magic shop. Uh, it is uh, on on the front of it. Looks to have a the sign looks to be a wand in a book um, that's opened. Uh, you walk in, and there is a orc uh, orc man, probably thirty to forty years old. He's wearing a giant wizard like hat, and he's wearing wizard robes. And this is a fairly large shop. You look around, there's... Look at him out. And he just looks at you. Oh, hello. Um, welcome to my shop. Uh, name's Marcus. Nice to meet you. Uh, if you want anything, just, uh, let me know and I'll... We'll see if we can strike a deal. What do you got that can kill good? Oh, you're looking for weapons? Mm. Let me see. I got a blowgun. Um, kind of is expensive though because as a as a a warning, uh, a warning enchantment on it. But uh, that probably won't do you good. There's a scimitar here. Uh, you look and it's a ice like scimitar, ice colored scimitar. Um, this will do uh, some nasty magical ice damage. Uh, you see, that's the frost brand scimitar. Uh, let's. I will just read through them. Um, of all the magical weapons, uh, there is a blowgun of warning, a frost brand scimitar, uh, a halberd of warning. Um. Uh, let's see here. A necklace of fireballs. Ooh, that sounds dope. It is dope. Alistair has one in Nate's campaign. They're great. <laughs> um, uh, how, how much does one of those go for? You look at it, it has six beads on it. Um, it's, he, he looks at, well, let's see all these. Um, 2,500 gold. I'll take it. He'll hand it over to you. Uh, I will send you... Keep track of what you buy, and I'll send you the, the, the item card for him. That's moderately annoying, but you know what? <laughs> it's, it's a great item, so you know what? That's fine. Um, speaking, of a, speaking of another item that Alistair has, uh, there's a robe of useful items. Uh, it has eight special patches on it, so it's little high he looks at you look at the, the sticker price it does have a sticker price on it it's at 31,000 gold 
Oh, fuck that. Um, let's see here. Hey, Ori. Mm. Remember a little excursion before? Yeah. Maybe we should try to repeat that. Uh, let me let me finish reading off the the magical weapons before you do anything sort of heist. Um, I don't know if that's worth it for this Thaddeus. That's true. There's a vicious longsword. Um, and there's a wand of magic detection. Well, I can make those. <laughs> What's uh, uh, what vicious mean again? Vicious. Let me grab the item. Um. I think that's the villain from uh <laughs> never mind. Uh exactly. when when you roll a, when you roll a 20 on your attack roll, a natural 20 on your attack roll with this magic weapon, the the target takes an extra 7 damage of the weapon's type, which it's a long sword, so it would be uh, slashing, right? It'd be an extra d10 worth of slashing damage or extra d8 or d10 depending on if you're doing uh two-handed or one-handed. Um. So yeah, it just does extra damage. Uh, you look at it; it does have a price tag on it. It's only, uh, it's only three hundred and fifty gold. Hmm. But uh, is there anything else? Uh, there's a shit ton of magic scrolls. If you want me to go through them, which are helpful hmm. for everybody, that you can use scrolls if you're uh, not magical. But uh, he'll. He'll look at the shopkeeper. Do you have anything for vitality or defense? Oh, oh, you're looking for defense. Okay. Uh, let's see here. I got a a breastplate here. It's uh, armor of resistance. Uh, I'll give you a one up on if you're fighting any paladins out there. It protects you against radiant damage. It gives you um. Um, brain to do things. Uh, gives you resistance against radiant damage. Okay. Um, and uh, there's some padded armor here, for radiant resistance. Uh, you just must really hate paladins here, huh? Uh, let's see here. Oh, there's God. no, there's there's a, a studded leather armor of necrotic resistance. Could you put an enchantment on my armor? It takes some time. How long are you? Are longer are you in town? Uh, how long are we in town? Oh, uh, we don't quite else. know. <laughs> uh, well, how long would it take you? Depends on the enchantment. What are you looking for? Hmm. How about necrotic? Necrotic resistance. Oh, take me about a week, and it'll Don't cost. Think we're gonna uh, be here that long, big guy. It'll cost uh, five hundred gold. Can it be a rush order? If you wanted to pay 
more to get other enchanters in here to help me enchant it. That would be an extra thousand gold, but we could get it done in three days. Okay, I'll look at the rest of the group. Is that okay? Confirm it with Ander first that we're going to be here that long. Well, I'm here until uh, until the festival starts tonight, so... What festival would that be? Oh! Oh, you must be out of town. Uh, I'm talking about the I'm talking about the Arbington Clash. It's happening over at the Coliseum. It's a it's a fighting tournament. Singles, doubles. What are we talking here? Uh, let's see here. It's a tournament, so it's only singles. Uh, and if you're wanting to fight others, uh, it is the fights are to the death or until unconsciousness, depending on who, uh, depending on the decision of the judges. Uh, there's also, uh, you could fight beasts as well and get, and if you make your way through a gauntlet of beasts, you get money. Hmm. What's the prize look like? Uh, oh boy. Um, last year's was 10,000 gold to the Man who defeated the most beasts and depends on the prize pool. For the depends on the prize pool for the tournament, uh, how many people are betting and whatnot. But last hey. year the the w winner took all winner took all and won fifteen thousand gold. But I have a question for you, sir. Sure. Have you? As a business owner, ever sponsored anybody by maybe providing them with enchantments so they could fight and win? That sort of thing was outlawed a while ago. Um, somebody used... Uh, somebody, in ESA and air quotes, uh, got sponsored by a magic shop in town and stole a bunch of magical items and killed a good man of the combatants uh, since then the use of anything not bought by the participant has been outlawed a gold is a purchase isn't it and he'll just kind of look at you if you're asking me to partake in anything nefarious I, I, I can't do that Too bad. <clears throat> Could you kind of TLDR what you said in the last like two minutes? Yep. Sorry. So there's a uh, the uh, Armington Clash is happening tonight at the Coliseum. Um, there's two uh, two types of competitions you can enter into. One is the tournament, um, is is a one v one fight to the death or unconsciousness depending on the uh, severity of the fight and how far both combatants combatants are willing to go uh, and there's also a uh, a battle against the beast competition uh, whoever whoever can go through a gauntlet of beasts and whoever goes through the most beasts wins the prize pool which last year's he said it was 10,000 gold 
for the beasts, and the tournament was fifteen thousand gold for to the winner. Um, it just depend. He said it also depends on the amount of people betting because there's certain you get this. He said basically there's a certain percentage that goes to the winner um, uh, of 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 all the betting of all the of the like the the betting pool, um, and then for the same goes same goes for the beast tournament as well. Um, but yeah, uh, signups are until pretty much dusk. So if you want to go test your hand in the ring, I won't do it, but I'm sure they'd accept you. We can shop later. Yep. We need to get signed up. (laughs) Money, 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 (laughs) money, money, money. Quick question before I left. What's, what's that? Could you somehow enchant my armor to damage my enemies around me? Oh. I could. It would take a long time, though. That's a tough enchantment. I see. Well, it was nice meeting you. Absolutely. Good luck. Hopefully I see you tonight. Oh, you will. So all of you walk out with a bit of a pep in your step. Uh, <laughs> We're going to be rich. <laughs> or dead. And that's all that matters. Uh, some of you with with gold dancing in your brains and in Ori's case, blood dancing in his brain since it's been a while since he's murked some people. Uh, can, or, or he's going to look over at Vaughn and be like, so we can just kill people in front of a lot of people and it's okay this is like your dream you could just do that certain times of the year I suppose within the arena it sounds it seems huh might uh might do that after I'm done with this whatever we're doing save the world and all that Be pretty neat. So, I assume you're walking and talking. Yes. Okay. So walking you kind of fast. <laughs> so you make your way through the town square. You look in, look around. There's a lot of people. You start to see booths set up of different stalls of different street food being sold. Um, Vaten, you notice a stall as that hits your nose immediately, and immediately reminds you of home because they are. What look to be tiny little rats uh, that are on skewers, fully cooked. Rats. Oh. Um, this one must stop. Roman <laughs> <laughs> Ori was just nonchalantly eating, like almost like kind of rotten rat. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I I generally thought it would be okay. I don't know why. I hope I made you roll a Constitution saving throw for that. You, you did. I remember because okay. when you when you asked for that, I was I was surprised because I was like, "Oh wait, I, I guess I had, I do have to do that." Or he's not an actual like animal. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, this one require requests some fare. How much? 
you see you you look across the stone, you see another lizard folk. Another lizard man. Oh, I'm 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 already up to him and I'm asking the question. <laughs> mm-hmm. He just looks at you. Ah. Someone like myself. I see you are attracted to my meat. For you? One silver skewer. This one will take five. You could have them for four, then. Four silver, please. I will hand that over. I hope you enjoy. Reminds me of home. This one as well. He'll give you a nod and not seem to dive any deeper than that. And, and Yep, and... Vaten makes his way back to the group, and this is the happiest I think anybody has ever seen Vaten. Like, mm. <laughs> he he is like munching down on one of these things, like bones and all, like slurping up Alga. the tail, slurping up the tail like a noodle. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Alga's gonna just like walk over and be like, Vaten, I've never seen you so happy. This one. The food this one has missed from the moment. Sorry, sometimes to the asshole. Okay. <laughs> sometimes uh, food brings us back. It was the only thing this one missed. Nothing but that's all right too. The fire grilled rat. All right. So as as you see, Vatan just ripping into these skewered rats. And they're, they seem small in, in Vaten's hands, but these things are, the skewers are probably three feet long. These are fairly big rats. Um, is it like a whole rat? It's like, like a, it is a whole fire roasted rat. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> not, not like you get the sense that the, how, how they skinned it, how they got the fur off is that they burned it off. Is this a in, New York City rat or a Chicago rat? Hmm. Which one's bigger? <laughs> I think New York, right? Probably New York. I think New York rats are bigger. I don't know. Taya's kind of floppier, but the uh, the Chicago rats are a lot thicker. Taya's in our chat. She's a she's a New Yorker. Maybe she'll know. <laughs> Wait, does it have a piece of pizza in its mouth? Good point. Yeah. Does no. it have a funny New York accent? <laughs> no. Hey, yo, buddy, I'm a fucking That's... I'm a rat. I'm a rat. That's Boston, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> sounds like he's from Jersey. Kill him. <laughs> that, Jersey. Thaddeus, you feel a you feel a swift rush of of hotness as a fireball comes flying over the hill and hits you in the face. No, um, <laughs> New York Tess and New York rats look like cats sometimes. <laughs> Damn! Holy shit! Yeah. Okay. The, yeah, they're more like New York rats, but. I'm going to pull out my wand of protection and hold it in front of me. Do you have a, you have a wand of protection? No. I don't know. Hmm. You just hold out the wand that you found. No. Nothing happens. Nothing <laughs> happens because you're... Or he casts a magical force field. You see Ori holding out his hands and rubbing his temple. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing happens. Nothing happens. <laughs> he has a headache. Hey... What tan? Have you got a second? 
Master Votan. Mouthful of whatever. I've picked up a couple items and I'm wondering if you can tell me what they might be worth. And I'm going to like show, kind of like open my bag and show them the um, wand and the, the breastplate. Do you have identify as a druid? Yeah. Nope. You could roll, you could roll an arcana check just to gauge what type of magic. But this one does not know. Do you think Zane would know? Perhaps better than this one. All right. <laughs> Do you want the answer? Crunch, crunch, crunch. <laughs> um, well, if we're walking, I'll then approach Zane and say, Zane. Yes. Can you, can you look at a couple items for me and tell me if they. I found them. I forgot I had them. And I just don't know what the value is. And I don't know whether somebody in the party could take use of them. It's possible. I'm going to show I, them. The... I may or may not know. Do you have identify? No. <laughs> I'm going to say you need to learn how to... Uh, someone needs to learn identify in this fucking party, all right? Valero um, knows uh, to take magic. Yeah, I mean, that oh, could yeah. just tell what type of magic it is. But uh, if you want to try to figure out, gauge what type of magic... Yeah, it is. Pretty good, though. yeah, you could roll an Arcana check. Same goes for the breastplate if you want to figure that out. If it's magical. Yep. Were we just in a magic huh. shop? You Not were terrible. You oh ask. well, I didn't get a chance to ask. You could have. Not terrible. Uh, eighteen. Eighteen. You look at the wand, and it seems. It seems to have a some sort of element of. Best thing you could de- you could detect is necrotic magic imbued inside of it. Mm. I'm just relaying that to you via Zach. So, <laughs> oh, I get it. I get it. What about this breastplate? I don't know if you could use it or somebody else could use it. I definitely could use it. I don't know if anybody else can. <laughs> Uh, if it tries to kill me is the better question. With with your with your arcana check, um you look at it and the breastplate is magical. As for what type of magic it is, can't really tell. Hmm. Seems like a like a deeper ingrained enchantment than the wand. Hard harder to read into. All right, well, let's head off to the to get these guys blood thirsty filled, and then at some point I want to see see if I can figure out what these are. I too would like to know what that breastplate is. Okay. So, <laughs> all of you, make your way to the Colosseum. Many people are starting to line up and. You see a sign that says for um, obser- observers and uh, betters. Uh, and you see that line is long. And then you see another sign that says for combatants only. 
So, and that line seems almost nothing. Maybe a few people standing in line waiting. Right. And you do see a, at the front of the line, you do see a table with a, what seems to be some sort of tome on the, on the desk. And there is a woman, probably 20 year old, 20 to five, 25 year old elf looking woman, probably a half elf. Um, and she seems to be going through and she is stressed. Uh, starting to take down notes and you see her with a quill in her hand. She's wearing like a best, best way I could describe the, uh, the uniform she's wearing. It's kind of like a bellhop for a, for a, uh, for like a really fancy hotel, uh, tight collared, uh, blue, like jacket with, uh, flat pressed pants of the same color with a red ridge around it. Uh, and seems she's also wearing some sort of bonnet on top. But she's going through and you see in front of you, like, all matter of humans, orcs, primarily humans and orcs. Uh, you do see sprinkle in there a dragonborn. Um, and the person right behind the dragonborn is looks like a... Actually, I don't think any of you have ever experienced this type of person. I'm going to say... Who would... Yeah, Zane and Thaddeus roll a nature check for me. This is going to be so bad. Whoa! Where is my nature? That's not terrible. 17. Both of you... Solid all around. Zane, you've seen pictures of these people. Um, you know that they're desert-dwelling, generally canyon-dwelling individuals. Um, Second, desert-dwelling and I don't recognize them? <laughs> not the desert that you're from. Uh, okay, fair. <laughs> uh, but you would know, the, uh, and, and Thaddeus, you would know exactly who, what type of people these are. These are Gith Yankees. Uh, he, he's, a, he's a Gith. Uh, he is... Uh, Kind of short, um, probably five nine, five ten. Um, has brownish robes on, and his hands are what seem to be wrapped up in some sort of bandage. Uh, has scars across both of his cheeks, and he has pointy ears and ye like a yellowish skin, with a short little mohawk brown tuft of hair on his top that's tied in a nice little tight knot. Um, looks to be in some sort of monk attire. But as in like tall goblins, are they badass or? Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're pretty badass. Yeah, yeah, they're Gith are, uh, Gith are pretty pretty interesting, uh, pretty interesting creatures. They're essentially they're they're goblinoid in nature, but they're but they act more similar to, um. They act more similar to elves, almost like a feral elf is the best way I could describe them. They're, they're not feral in the sense that they're uncivilized, but they live out in the deserts and the and primarily canyons and they're, they're cave dwellers that like side, like canyon sides of canyons, um, cliff dwellers as well. You do With my natural 20. Would I know have an idea whether Ori would be stepping into trouble or 
whether Ori could take this thing and smash its head in. You would know that it really depends on the on, on the Gith warrior. Uh, you know that Gith, Gith monks are revered throughout the Rania Trench. Um, you don't know if this if this person is from the Trench, um, but growing up so close to the Trench, you have heard stories that they not only are they monks, but they have mystical, almost arcane like powers. Um, you don't know if this is a, even with a natural 20, never, never talking to this person, never seeing you, you don't really know, but you would know that if this person is a part of the tribes that dwell in the trench, you know, that they're forced to be probably a force to be reckoned with, with, especially if they're signing up for a fighting tournament like this. So, uh, we're all entering, right? It feels like the logical... Well, I feel like we should. All this. Are all of you entering? We, should, we should split it a little bit. I don't think Olara should enter the tournament. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. I mean, like the more the more of us in the tournament, the better chance. We right. I think, the but there's two tournaments. Or you're especially good at killing people. You should be in the people. Yeah, tournament. I could. You're getting a little like <laughs> self-defensive. I could kill a monster. Well, I know you can. I'm just saying you're exceedingly good at killing. People, my lady elf, I you I know you look extremely busy. You get you yell from like six people behind, <laughs> or you like flinches like a little bit. You'd expect like yelling. Thaddeus Sterling from the House of Sterling. I represent several fighters. She, Are you the person that we should speak with? She just looks at you really pissed off and annoyed that you're just kind of yelling from behind the line. Wait your turn. And then she goes back to helping whoever she's helping. This one can go with Alara and Beep kind of holds watch. up Beep kind of holds up his hand and uh just kind of like shakes his head and like holds up his kazoo and Beep and uh he looks realizes that for some reason Clovis is uh his little leprechaun friend is the best way I could describe him. Uh, he looks and like tries to summon him and he doesn't come. And he looks pissed off and he pulls out a piece of parchment and starts writing it down. And he, he like holds it out to you, Vaten. And on it, it says, uh, it says, I can watch Alara if you want me to. Uh, but if you'd like, if you'd like to hang back as well, I, I don't really feel like fighting a bunch of roughnecks. I'll, I'll go ahead and hand my uh, last skewer to Beep. This this one will join for the creatures. Hold this, please. And Beep starts nibbling on the on the rat, and uh, Beep looks at Alara and just goes, Beep, and kind of like points at his shoulders. <laughs> um, I don't know how I would do in the singular but from the group I can certainly if they allow stealth I do not be... believe stealth will help you here Thaddeus that's one of my concerns you, you certainly... perhaps you should sit it out then you see a uh, a goblin dude 
he shorter guy bald uh he looks like he's wearing he, he's walking up and he starts talking to the elf or the the <clears throat> the half elf at the front and he's you, you hear him talking you look at him he's wearing like his really gaudy yellow looking jumpsuit almost looks like an elvis jumpsuit but his belly is hanging out of the jumpsuit and he's wearing like this big like fluffy hat he has feathers coming off all over it and he looks like he's wearing these big round spectacles like big glasses that have a slight tint to them and he's just like seems like he's barking out orders and then he looks around all right taking bets Bets now. If you want to bet on yourself, you can bet on yourself. Generally considered taboo. Jersey. But it takes some time. Uh, the 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 line is moving slowly, but eventually, you your entire group gets guided up to the front of the line. Who wants to who who wants to try out for what? Or who wants to do what? I know Ori wants to fight people. I'd like the tournament, please. One tournament? Got you down. What's your name? Ori. Ori. Is there uh, any way you want to be announced, or is Ori just fine? Um, I kind of like looked at everyone else. It's all you, bud. Uh, Ori's fine. Very well. Ori is how you'll be announced. Uh, and where are you from? Because it'll be Ori of wherever you're from. His mom. Coomslots. Coomslots. Never heard of it, but I'll take that down. He's a lord there. Lord of Coomslots. No, no, I'm not. They're, very, they're a very fertile country. That's all I've been told. Interesting. Uh, you'd think with that name, yeah. Oops, have, a lot, yes. I have many siblings. My father, uh, you know. He, com he cooms lots, yes. I understand. Uh, that's kind of the joke. Um, who else? I, I, are you all a big group then? Well, what's what's the largest amount solo. that can fight? You can only enter solo, but I'm just, you know, I don't. I too will be entering. It, we we tend to split friends up so that way you don't fight each other right off the rip. I also will be entering. And what is your name? Hello. Zane Rona. And where are you from, Zane? Ebrax. Just Ebrax? Yes. Okay, Zane Rona of Ebrax. Oh, I forgot. Uh, Ori, what is your preferred fighting style? Uh, close combat. And, sorry, Miss. I. My bad. What type of weapons do you use? Are, are those those big those big things on your back? Uh, the the axe and the glaive. Axe and glaive. Okay. And what about you, Zane? My fists. <laughs> fists. So are you a monk then, from Ebrax? I'm an artificer. <laughs> oh, so you use some of that magic shit. All right. It's got straight hands. And she'll like scratch out the fists. And type magic shit. Or not type, but write magic shit. Zach's typing magic shit. Um, uh, Alright, anybody else want to sign up for the tournament? Do you allow full oh. stealth? Uh, if you can figure out a way to use stealth in a 1v1 tournament, mano a mano, that's your prerogative. Um, 
Thaddeus, can't you, uh, turn invisible? Invisibility right. is allowed as long as it's a natural ability, or is it a, or if, or if you can prove that you purchased the item. Shit. Well, evidently, I will just manage my crew then today. Very well. <laughs> um, anybody else? Anybody else for the actual tournament? Well, you, you gonna, can't use gonna... anything that you would have found on like your adventures, or if you can prove that you found it. I'll have to ask the manager about that one. I guess we didn't really think about this rule. Um, and she'll like look over to the goblin that's taking bets and taking coin from people. Hey, sir, um, I they have a question about the rules, and he will the goblin will look the dressed in interesting attire. Um, Elvis Goblin, you can just call him that. Uh, walks up. Hey, so, uh, what's what's your question? What if we f found the magic item that we ha that my friend here has, but we can't prove it? Interesting. I didn't think of this one through. Um. Well, what kind of magic item is it? Invisibility cloak. Hmm. I'm going to pull it over my head and then I'm going to step behind him and see if I can try and try to take a couple of coins out of his pocket. Uh, roll a sleight of hand check with disadvantage because he watched you disappear. It's 23. Damn, dude. He, he, uh, he's rolling with advantage because he saw you. Is that with the gloves too yeah you get advantage with your glove my, so well, my sleight of hand is plus 11 so right 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 I, so you, you're also wearing uh gloves of thievery right yeah. gloves yeah. of thievery which gave does that give you advantage or that gives you a, a plus something bonus is it plus five i'd have to go look at the description again i thought it was a plus five Gloves of Thievery is at plus five, yes. I, I have it written down, Gloves of Thievery plus five in my notes, but I don't know if that's the same thing. Yeah, it's the same thing. Plus five. So 28 is your total. He rolled double 19s on his advantage, but that for his perception, that's still only a 23. So with a 28, you are able to steal, you're able to steal the pot gold because he has that in his hand however he does have a side purse that's hanging off his waist belt and you're able to just pluck that off no problem um inside of that side purse is 10 platinum and five gold seems to be and... seems to be some walking around money for the, for mr goblin um but you're able to take that, that or give it back <clears throat> to prove it and then i'm gonna come i'm gonna come back and say Look at him and say, "I'm going to pull one of the platinum out, and two. I'm going to pull two of the platinum out, and then I'm going to go. This bag look familiar, sir. I think it's yours." And he'll like, "Hey, that's a cool trick. Give that back." Now, can I get in the tournament? You can. You can enter all you want. Um, can I use this skill? Yes, but. You need to stay within the arena, first off, during your fight. 
No jumping up into the stands and wandering off invisible. You need to fight earnestly. Um, fine, if you want to enter, you can enter. Why, thank you. And here's, here's, two plat here's a two platinum tip for allowing me to enter. And he'll just look at you like... He'll just hold out his hand and gesture towards the bag. You've proved your point. Give me back my money. I, I did. Actually, here's one more platinum to put on. My you know, belt. you don't have to enter. You don't have to enter if you don't want to. Who am I fighting? You? Whoever we decide. Please let it be Ori. Ori <laughs> fight that. As long as it's not my own comrades. You'll eventually have to fight them if they're entering, and if you win. <clears throat> Okay. Oh. Give me Tell back me my money. I gave it to you. You gave me three platinum. He said he handed the rest back. Oh, first. I didn't read that. I didn't hear that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, fine. T take his name down. I'm done with this. Enjoy the fight. Thank you, sir. Um. Okay. Uh, the lady will look at you all. What's so? Your name's Thaddeus. And I heard Sterling because you're fucking loud. You're right. And where it's are the you? House of Sterling. I I don't care. Where where are you from? Where am I from? If you, you could say you're if you're from Savania, you could say you're from Spania. If you're from Ebrax, you could say I'm you're from, from Ebrax. Elmsford Forest. Elmsford Forest. All right. And how do you spell your name? Is it S T E or S T A? S T. -E. A-R, Starling. Starling, not Sterling. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Sterling of the Elmswood Forest. Of Sylvania. Well, Born of the House of Sterling. Okay, I, I don't need a life backstory. What, what's your... You're sneaky-deaky, gotcha. All right, we'll just put you down for stealth rogue shit. All right, who's next? I'm gonna, okay, Elka's finally gonna push through everyone and be like, I'd like to sign up as well, please. Oh, well, hello. Um, what's your name? And which, which, uh, which one would you like to sign up for? I'd like to sign up for the Beast. Oh, okay, okay. Um, can you give me one moment, dear? Just, uh, if, are you part of their group? Yes. Okay, is there anybody else in your group that wants to sign up for the tournament before I flip this page? This one wishes to join the beasts as well. Okay. Well then, so Ori, Zane, and Thaddeus, you're signed up for the tournament. Uh, just I need to I need to read you. Well, you know, we'll wait until the uh, we'll wait until we sign up YouTube for the beasts. All right, beasts. All right. What's your name, dear? And she look at you, Elka. Elka Burningheart. Elka Burningheart. That's a good name. Thank you. You immediately sense the, 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 like the attitude change between Elka and you guys. <laughs> uh, well, here, oh, where are you from? I'm from Aru. And she'll just kind of like look bewildered. I kind of guessed given your heritage, but I just, wow. Well, that's, that'll, that'll get everyone, that'll get everyone in a stir. From 
Arun? Okay. Yeah, her family fucks dragons. Kind <laughs> of smack scene. Dear, what's your preferred Very fighting style? Is it with those swords there on your side, or is there anything else you like to do? Uh, the rapiers. Rapier. So you're a light weapon user. All right. That should be interesting. Light weapon. All right, and then... uh, uh Cern, she'll look at you, Vaten. This one is Vaten. Vaten, how do you spell that? V A T apostrophe E N. Just Vaten, no family name? Correct. Okay. And where are you from? Nowhere. Vaten from nowhere. I can write that down. Can't say that's the first time anybody's done that, but. Interesting. And then what's your preferred form of combat? Nature magics. Fire. Fire magics. I will write that down. Fire magic. All right. And just so you're aware, the, the, the reason why I'm asking for the type of combat you prefer to take a part in is, especially for the beasts, we handpick a group of beasts that would best put on a show for the crowd against you and your abilities. So for those that use light weapons, maybe we will start you off fresh with a, oh, you know, a, some something like a, something basic, like a boar or something easy to kill. And then we might throw a chimera at you or a, something along those lines. Now, is there anybody else, is it, does anybody else want to want to join in your group or is and she'll look at Alara, who is clearly a child, and she just skips over her. Um, <laughs> looks at Beep, and Beep just kind of, like, shakes his head no. Okay. All right. So let me read you the rules, and I want to make sure you are all aware of the risks that you are taking by entering this, this festival. For those that are in the uh, tournament where you're fighting other people, the tournament used to be to the death. Um, however, we got many complaints because we, they thought that was too gruesome. However, there are rules for killing in the tournament. If both combatants agree to a fight to the death, it is allowed. But basic rules are generally not too unconscious or, un or unable to fight. Um, that decision will be made when you enter the ring. So, if you are unwilling to fight to the death when you enter the ring, the other must the other must be okay with it. And if they aren't, then they forfeit. Um that's really all the rules. Use whatever abilities you have, whatever um weapons you have at your disposal and uh may the best man win. Um for the beasts. I was going to cough a little bit. When it, when oh, says, I, I'll get to you, my dear. For the beasts, we've been putting you up against a gauntlet of beasts, um, all handpicked by our expert uh, in all types of magical beasts. Um, he's, a, he's a zoologist of, of sorts. Um, now, I just want to I want to let you know that I we can't necessarily control if a beast kills you. 
Um, but what I can control, uh, generally, if, if a beast is going in for a killing blow, uh, there are people... Um, there are people who are going to be able to wrangle them up and hopefully prevent you from being mauled while you're unconscious. Um, but know that there is a risk that potential death does happen whenever you enter the ring. Um, as long as you acknowledge that, uh, you could use whatever, um, whatever weapons and abilities and items you have at your disposable d disposal, as long as they're pre-approved. Look at looks at Thaddeus. Yes. Um, but it's really just the may the best man or woman win when it comes to that. Or beast win. If you get knocked out by a beast, it better be a good one. And whoever defeats the most beasts wins it all. Uh, this could take a while, but the beasts do get incredibly hard, hard and difficult to beat the, the farther you get up. Generally, it's about after round five that they become almost unbeatable. So, just so you know, last year's Beast Tournament only lasted till someone was knocked out by a young blue dragon uh, in the eighth round. So, just to give you a, a scope of the type of creatures you could be fighting. Um, and for the people there in the, the Mono a Mono Tournament, as I like to call it... Uh, Whoever ends up winning the championship and crawls their way up the tournament ladder wins it all. Uh, both uh, both winners do get a 10% um, uh, cut of all of the betting pot. So it's the total amount that is collected, and then you get 10% off the top if you win. And that's for both separate pools. Any questions? Nope. Cool. The dressing room is just past me if you need to put on things and get ready. And your name will be announced here shortly. Uh, the festival should start in about an hour. So if you have any prep you want to do, um, feel free to do that. But uh, if you are not available within a minute of your uh, your round starting, uh, you will be disqualified. So have a great day and best of luck. And she'll go to the next people behind you. Is there anything you guys want to do for prep prior to we get into this? Because this is we'll probably run over into next session. Um, um any chance that I could have known long enough going into this that I could have prepared better spells, or am I stuck with my? I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say, for this prep, I'll allow that. So if you're a spellcaster and you want, you have spells that you want to prepare instead, then I will allow it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, is there anything else anybody wants to do within this hour? Do Do we want to fast forward to the opening rounds? Opening no, I'm ready. I'm good. Okay. All right, so the first tournament up is the Tournament of Beasts. Um, Elka, you get your Elka and Vaten, you get your number drawn uh, out of uh, the amount of participants that are within uh, to give you the order which you go in. Um, I'm gonna say 
to make this fun and make it random, instead of me just de designating you a number, both of you just roll straight d20 for me. And tell me the number. Okay. 15. 15 as well? 14. 14. All right. So there's only 10 participants, so it's divided by half. So Elka will be going 7th and Vatem will be going 8th. Um, so it takes some time. You're... Uh, for those that are not taking part, you, you are guided up into the stands to watch uh, if you'd like to do so. And we will pull up the, the arena map. Um, okay. So... Time and time goes by, and eventually the announcer announces, Whoa! He made it all the way to round four. Give it up for our pride and joy of, Ar of Arbington. Max, the Destroyer. And as all of you are looking, it is a tiny little goblin that is wearing full plate. And he has a giant, he has a shield bigger than his body, and he has a sword that's pretty big, but he's holding all of it up like it's nothing. It's like a little trash can. And he is he is flat on his back with what seems to be uh, all of you are watching and he went through rounds of different uh different types of beasts, uh, smaller beasts like a um like a dis uh displacer beasts uh stuff like that and then the one that got him finally what looked to be some sort of horned lizard, large lizard type creature uh, that some of you kind of recognize. It seemed to be some form of um, maybe a basilisk, but it had giant horns. And you just see in his chest two piercing marks through his uh, through his plate armor, where it seems like he got gored by this lizard. And uh, next up, hailing. From Arun. Ooh, a mystical place. A place seen in legend. You give it up for the small rabbit wonder, Elka Burning Heart. Yeah, Elka, let's go. Ooh. Are we in the <laughs> arena? Or yeah, we we're. Yeah. Fucking kill him. Yeah, Let's get all of you could choose to be in the stands during their round. Yeah. Okay. So. Answer his fight. Okay, you see, you hear a screech come out from the other end of the uh, the Coliseum coming from over here, and out of it you see a. Large spider come crawling out, crawling towards you, and it, it's on a leash, and it's like trying to, it's like rearing up at you, and it's like you see its mandibles start to clack. Um, roll initiative for me, and we will. Ah, fuck! I got an eight. Oh boy! The one so far. 
Uh, okay. So it got a... It goes first. They release the collar from its... Uh... Let's grab, let me grab its character sheet. That is a plus... It doesn't matter. It's a 13 for his initiative. It's going to... It's going to rush forward at you and get to a... about here and it's going to shoot a web out at you. Um, roll dexterity saving through. Nine? Nine. That's a fail. Okay, hang on. Yep. Uh, so if I fail a dex saving throw, I can use a, I can use my reaction to roll a d4. To would see if it adding, succeeds? Yeah. Would that even matter? You can roll and find out. Okay. Roll a d4. Four, so 13. As it grabs onto you, you burst out of the web. No problem. That was, 13 was the DC. Perfect. <laughs> uh, and it kind of like looks at you and it like prepares itself for whatever attack you're going to bring on. Great. Pull out my Ooh. rapiers. I got a 14 plus one. And a 19. Both it. All right. You're killing a spider. <laughs> uh, 12 uh, piercing, 3 ice. 12 piercing, 3 ice. You stab into it, and it. you see the ice start to form over the wound, and it looks very hurt after one stab. And it immediately rears back and, like, starts to... You see, like, poison start to drip from its fangs as you do that. You gonna hit it again? Uh, you have action surge. Yeah, but I don't want to use it on a fucking spider. True. Unless I'm gonna get to be able to rest enough. No, it's back, it's back to back to back to back. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. I don't get any short rests or anything. Okay. Nope. Uh, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> okay. It's now its turn. It's going to go for a bite attack against you. It's going to rush forward and bite you. It's a natural 20. Okay. Ooh. It hits, but it's not, uh, it's not a crit. I don't, yeah, I don't get crit. That's right. Because of your armor. <laughs> Sucker. Okay. So it's 2d6. Roll constitution saving throw for me, please. Twenty-four. You're fine. Uh, seven points of piercing damage, and you feel a rush of of venomous energy or venomous like substance entering into your bloodstream. But you're able to shirk it off, no problem. Um, it's going to does it multi attack? It doesn't. It's just a spider. Um, that's its turn. It's going to stay in combat with you. Desperate animal. It's 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 like it's just reaching forward, biting into you, trying to. Trying to come at you. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for it again. Okay, roll for it. Stab, stabby. Oh shit. Uh, eleven and twelve. Sorry. Both miss. Know. Eleven and twelve. Both miss. Ooh. Uh, okay, right. it's gonna it's gonna go to uh it's gonna go to bite you again. 
Uh, that's a... What was this plus to hit? It's three. It's a 19 to hit? Nope. Damn. It it's bites into you and its teeth bounce off your armor. Um, immediately looks angry. Best way you could describe it. Uh, and it rears up its 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 uh its mandibles where you can just see inside of its mouth and you see the teeth inside of its mouth clacking. But... Alright, I'm aiming for the for the fucking mouth. Alright. Uh I got a ten and an eighteen. Ten misses, eighteen hits. Alright, I got six piercing and six ice damage. How do you want to do this? I'm stabbing it in the face, and Just... it's gonna come out. It's eye, two of its bigger eyeballs. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you see... I mean, I guess one because only one of them hit. You you see Elka Samwise this shit and just jab her rapier straight up into the mouth, and you just see it, the eyes just start to bulge out and poof, shoot out with ice, and it falls dead on your arm. You take out your uh, take out your rapier, whisk a little green spider blood away, and immediately. Three individuals, which you've seen do this now a few times, uh, dressed in the rodeo clowns. <laughs> uh, they run out and immediately start to drag the dead spider out. And che immediate cheers. Yeah! Um, all of you in the crowd, you hear, place your bets. How far will Elk go? Guess correctly and double your money. Do either of you want to bet on your friend? No one wants to take a bet on on me. I'm assuming I'm not in the stands, being uh. No, you do. You you'd be down getting ready. Yeah. Yeah. So I can't. I'll uh put down a hundred gold. Hundred gold coming right up. What's your oh? You I saw you up front. It's that it's that goblin guy. It's the man you get he's the manager of the group. Oh. Ori. Gotcha. Alright. Hundred gold. How how far do you think she's gonna go? Guess the round. How many are there? Uh as many as she lasts. Uh generally between you and me, we only have prepped up to fifteen. But most people have never made it past seven. Eight. You think she's gonna go to eight? Yeah, I believe in her. Alright. Just so you know. You do get, you do get your money back if you guess within one of the rounds. So, uh, if she goes seven rounds, you get your money back. If she goes nine, you get your money back. But if she goes over or under either of those, it, you lose. Noted. All right. Anybody else in this group? Want to vote? Yeah. Want to root for your friend? I'll, I'm rooting for her, but I am uh, not quite the betting man. I'll put 50 gold on half of six. Six rounds, same rules apply. All right. And you were noisy elf guy. I'm kidding. You're Thaddeus. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. And then you'll just see him walk by. Place your bets. How far will the girl from our room go? Um. Okay. So, Elka, you, you kind of wipe off your blades and kind of recenter yourself and immediately the announcer is like all right time for the next bout 
what will come wandering out of uh, what will come wandering out of that cage next and you'll hear just this screech just like a bird screeching and come f out coming out of the gate looks like a rabid woman but she has she has arms she has feathers for arms like wings for arms you look at her you recognize this beast it is a harpy and she immediately gets let go and immediately she tries to, to, to slash at the handlers the rodeo clown like individuals and uh she like slashes and grabs onto the bars that they're standing behind and then turns around and looks right at you roll initiative Okay. Twelve. You're rolling not that great for initiative. Nope. Huh? <laughs> it's okay. I'll let him come to me. Can I change mine to five rounds? <laughs> Already gone. Um, she's going to. What she? Let's. Uh, actually, you go first. Uh, but as she lets go, she turns around and flies to the center of the arena. And more, she would be within your range. We'll just say that. All right, I'm running up and I'm going to stab. Stab, stab, stab. Do it. That's my thing. All right, I got a 17 and I got a nine. Uh, nine misses, 17 hits. All right, seven piercing, nine ice. Seven piercing, nine ice. Noted. <laughs> All right, it's at 16. Okay. Um, she immediately, like, jumps back and just goes, Rawr! and just, like, starts flapping her wings. Um, she's going to take both claws and just rake them across your chest. That is a natural 20. And hit. which, no uh, no hit, but no crit. And a 22 to hit. Yeah. Okay. So that would be okay. Let's use these. I'm gonna forget to use these. Yep, that's right. That is uh oh boy. Um well that's uh twenty-two points of slashing damage total as she rakes across your chest and just immediately jumps up and like puffs out her chest and just start like all you see is feather on her chest and she's just like baiting her wings, just looking at you. You start to see her face start to dismorph and her, instead of looking like a, like a human woman's face, it starts to, her, her, her maw starts to grow and her teeth start to grow and just becomes a spiky toothy, uh, grin as she just looks at you and it looks inhuman. Absolutely. Just alien like, and she smiles at you. <laughs> I'm going to laugh back at her <laughs> and then go for her face. Okay. Roll. All right. Uh, so I rolled a 19. So that's 26. It so hits. That's a crit. Yeah, it hits. And then I have a 19. Okay. Both hit. See, Does the, the ice get doubled? Uh, all, 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 all damage die double on a crit. Yeah. Okay. So... 10 piercing and 10 ice. I rolled a fucking one on my... Ouch. Uh, okay, so 10 piercing, 10 ice, that's 20. 
she's still standing uh even after the crit she's just you see her feathers start to beat slower and her feet start to get, get closer to the ground and she looks at you and now her face is morphed into almost the teeth look like an angler fish uh just just to give you a point of reference and she's immediately going to grab onto you with her claws and bite into your neck twice like a like a just a rabid dog um that is a 20 to hit 20 hits 20 hits uh for the first one uh, oof, that doesn't hit you that's a 6 no um so 20 hits so that's a uh, okay wow I get to use these dice for once. I never get to use these. Okay, it's D40s. No, they're four D4s. I never get to use D4s. Um that's uh okay. You take nine points of bludgeoning damage. Or no, sorry, not bludgeoning damage. Nine points of piercing damage. Um as it bites into your neck once. And she just kind of looks at you and kind of looks a little concerned as she realizes that you're not dead yet. <laughs> and she immediately lets go of you and kind of gets back into where she was floating. But now her talon feet are on the ground. Wings spread out as much as she can with her claws out waiting for you. All right. I'm going in for another stab. Go for it. It's uh, an eight and a 23. Eight misses, 23 definitely hits. Did you roll ones again? I rolled two ones for my ice, and I rolled a two for my piercing. So four full <laughs> damage, two and two. Jesus fucking Christ. How do you want to do this? I want to... Oh, she's dead? Yeah, um, she had four HP uh, left. <laughs> I'm going to uh, use my rabbit hop to jump up in the air and then just come down on top of her. As you as you see her jump up, the the harpy immediately tries to lash out at you as you jump up, but your 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 jump doesn't invoke an attack of opportunity. And as she misses and swings wide, you bring both rapiers down and just stab right into her clavicles and just bring her down to the ground. And you just see her angler like angler fish like face just immediately morph back to a human face and just look at you with the saddest eyes as she. Takes her last breath, and her eyes glaze over, and she is dead. Zach, quick question. Yeah. Are potions allowed to be used? Any magical item you have on person, you're allowed I, to use. In between them taking her out and bringing in the next one, can it's, I it's use a th one of my... It's roughly a three-minute break, so yeah, easily. Okay. Uh, if I So I down my greater potion of healing. Okay. That's... 30 hit points 30 hit points back yeah because you're just you're drinking it yep okay okay and immediately the crowd erupts as you do that you jump up show of acrobatics as you stab down into this harpy and immediately they drag her off and as you down the po the potion everyone starts to be like ah oh, she's using potions why didn't every why does everyone else think about that <laughs> Um, but as you sit there and wait, uh, you hear a boom, boom, big, heavy footsteps coming down the, down the tunnel and out what comes next 
You recognize this creature. It is an ogre. Walks out. And just looks at you and just goes. Rushes in. Uh, roll initiative again. <laughs> I feel like the, the there's a very steep incline of how monstrous these are. 18. Okay, Shrek's okay. He'll be nice. <laughs> oh, actually, um, o- o- Ogre, Ogre's actually the, uh, it's the perfect step up, actually, HP-wise. Um, okay, sorry, you said 18 for initiative? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Natural one on its, initi- on its initiative. Uh, oddly enough, it's Dex is minus one, so that's zero on its initiative. Um, you go first. It doesn't even know it's in combat. <laughs> it's just looking around like, huh? <laughs> All right. So it ran up to her and then tripped and fell and looked at her and said, hi. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All right. Your turn. Right. Um, I would like to run up and slide in between its legs. Okay. So that I can go past it and hit it from behind. Okay. Oh, I, I thought she was going for Roll that. an acrobatics check for me. See how well you do this. <laughs> I have a plus seven, so uh, and that was a nineteen plus, so plus seven. You're able to do it just fine. This that that's simply <laughs> for me if if you uh, roll natural one. Um, uh, Where I just like run and smack into his balls. Yeah, you just you just trip and your head just smacks into his loincloth. <laughs> uh! Smacks into his dick. Yeah. <laughs> Knock myself out with a no dick. Was that a tree log? <laughs> Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I rolled 16 on both my die. Uh, so math is fun. 23 and 23. They both hit. All right. So I've got 14 uh, piercing and I've got 11 ice right in his booty crack. Sheesh. 25 damage right off the rip. Yes. Uh, he, you hit him. He's like, "Oh!" As you stab him in the ass, and he turns around, just looks at you. Cooling sensation. And he's gonna grab his great club and just look at you and raise it and swing it down on your head, trying to hit you. Um, that is a oh shit. Um, that is a twenty-four to hit. That'll hit. Excellent. First attack. You take 11 points of bludgeoning... Uh, sorry. 15 points of bludgeoning damage. I forgot the, the plus modifier. Second hit as he smacks it down and tries to... Now he's going to try to swing your legs. That, that misses you. That's a fucking seven. Um, he swings. You jump over his arms and like... Almost like you, uh, you... You bounce off his arm as you jump over it. And he immediately looks at you just like pissed off. Uh, you see him put his great club down on the ground and you see a javelin that's on his back. He brings that out and just looks at you and just smiles. It's your turn. All right. I'm going to go for a stabby. This time uh, in the front where his apparent uh, log-sized dick is. Uh, 19 and a 12. A 19 and a 12. Both hit. Oh, shit. It's, he has no armor on. He's just not just skin and a loincloth. 
Alrighty. We've got nine piercing and seven ice. Nine piercing and seven ice. Nice. He's looking a little hurt. Um, yeah, definitely looking a little hurt. Um, he looks at you and just... <clears throat> and he's going to take his javelin and stab straight down at your chest plate. Say, uh... 25 to hit? Yeah, that hits. Oh, good. Nine. That's nine on the dice. That's uh, 13 points of piercing damage on that strike. He's gonna now going to take it and twist it around and try to trip you again. <laughs> it's a natural one. Um, he goes to swing it, and the, the, the tip of the javelin smacks against the ground, and he flings it out of his hand. It goes flying and hits the side wall of the... Uh, um, of the arena, and he just looks at you, mm, and he bends down, picks up the great club again. <laughs> a little embarrassed. It's your turn. Alright. Uh, as he's bending down, I'm gonna try and aim for his face. Okay, so you're gonna go for his head? Alright. Uh, I got a 20 and a 21. Yeah, they, they both hit. <laughs> A 12 hit, so that puts right. you... Yeah. Alright. We've got nine more piercing and eight ice. Nine more piercing and eight ice. As you stab him across the face, he, like, kind of, like, like brings his face out so it doesn't go quite as deep as you thought. He's still up, but he's starting to look tired. He's going to take his great club and swing it down at you. Again. That is a 23 to hit. Hit. And for the second, that's a second attack. Sorry, the first attack is 13 points of bludgeoning damage. Second hit, finally, I think that hits you. That's a 20? 20 just hits. That's another damn it, Zach. That's uh that's double ones on the two d eight. Uh, that's uh six more points of bludgeoning damage as he tries to slam into your side with his great club. He looks at you and he's looking tired and he looks a little woozy, losing a lot of blood. Um, your turn. All right, I'm also looking pretty haggard and I'm gonna like wipe some blood off my like mouth or whatever, and go for his junk again. <laughs> The Elka special. Yes. Uh, 17 and 21. Okay. Yeah. We've got three piercing and eight ice. Three piercing and eight ice. Oddly enough, you stab into his junk and immediately puts his hands over it, over, over his nuts. And he's like... <laughs> He goes to, like, fall forward and then catches himself and grabs his club and just in full anger, still standing, barely. He brings his club down on top of you. That's a natural one. Um, You completely dodge out of the way and he slams it into the ground. <sighs> He's going to swing wildly with his, with his second attack. He's going to roll a disadvantage with that because it's a natural one. 
He's going to swing so wildly, in fact, that that the that the club slips out of his hand and goes flying. That's another natural one, Zach. Um, <laughs> chill. chill. Oh. Game. <laughs> I want to. I want to hurt you guys. <laughs> this is my only chance to do it. Really hurt right now. I'm just. This is saying. our last combat. Uh, um. So yeah, he completely loses his club, and he's like. Ooh, and he's gonna he's gonna immediately start running after it and that will invoke an attack of opportunity for you. Oh fuck yeah. That's just the I only get the the one Just the one stabby here. stab, yep. Obviously we're going ice, so uh, of course. 15. Uh one piercing, four ice. I could roll he had so much better. He had one HP left. Well. So you stab him stab in the him back, back and he just boom, falls to the ground, dead, no longer breathing. All the crowd cheers are like, yeah! It's, uh, you're looking a little hurt, though. Yeah. So I'm going to do uh, when we're done. Uh, one of my superior healing potions, which is... Okay, you, you can pop that. How much is that? That's 42 total, I believe. I may be wrong. I think it's somewhere around... Because it's... I have it written down as 8d6 plus 8. Okay, so that would be 40... 56. 56. So yeah, 56 total. Yeah. Okay. So if you take that, you get full 56. That's right. I modified them. Yeah. I generally forget that I did that until you bring it up. Um, okay. So you drink that, and immediately everybody's just, like, cheering on. You get, you hear the chant, Elka! 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 Uh, as I'm just gonna like wave a little bit, like I'm like, oh, and I'm not used to this much like fanfare about me. <laughs> what? But what wanders out next quiets the crowd. You just hear lighter than light footsteps, almost feline like, start to walk out, and the gate opens, unchained. Is a manticore. It starts to walk at you and look at you and just smile and just look nice and calm. No problem. And it just walks up, looks at you, and it bows at you. I'm going to bow back. Roll initiative. Finally, a good initiative roll for one of the monsters I, I'm using. 14. What, uh, what round is this? This is four. Round four. Um, 14, it rolled a 19. So that is, uh, it goes first. It's going to bow, look at you and cock its head, and then lunge forward at you. Claws out. Ready to strike. First hit, or first attack. That's uh, 19 to hit. Nope. Fuck. Um, it's then going to take its tail up 
and sh and you see spikes shoot out of it. And she's going to shoot it down at you. Roll dexterity saving throw. Uh, 23. You dodge out of the way as a bout of spikes come shooting out of its tail. It's then going to take its claw as you dodge and hit at you for a third time. It's cocked. <laughs> they balance each other out. That's a natural 20 for the claw hit. I shouldn't get so heated about that. All right. Um, does that cancel the doubt though, right? The... The crit doesn't happen. It just, but oh so yeah, the crit doesn't happen. But it is an automatic hit uh, because that's how it is in this campaign. That is um, eleven points of piercing damage as a as it paws across you, and it just kind of looks at you and smiles. No, ma you you sense almost no malice from this creature as it swings out, swings at you. But it's your right. turn now. Draw my weapons. Uh, I've got a 23 okay. and a 16. 23 hits, 16 misses. Two piercing. Two six ice. piercing. So that's eight points. Cool. All right. It's its turn. It's going to take its tail, raise it up. And shoot more spikes at you. Roll dexterity saving throw. Ten. Fail. You. Four, 14. Fail. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Um, you feel immediately pierced. Piercings coming. Being stuck into you. That is. Well, this modified mana core. That is. 38. Um, um, that is 12 points of piercing damage for the first hit. It's now going to take its teeth and try to bite into you uh, as, as you fail to dodge out of the way. What's, uh, yeah, it hits you. It's 23 mm -hmm. for the teeth. That's one, that's three. That's uh, nine points of piercing damage. And for the third attack with its claw, that's going to miss you. That's a 12. Um, and it's kind of looking at you. At this point, you do start to sense a little a little frustration from it. Um, almost like it's mad that it missed you that time. But your turn. I'm going to smile a little bit and go and just be like, not used to something so much faster than you. And then stab it. Okay. For a dirty 20 and a 21. Both it. Uh, we got nine piercing and 10 ice. Nine piercing and 10 ice. Okay. Still looking pretty normal. Uh, it looks at you, it kind of grins, and you'll hear an broken common. You're, you're st strong. And kind of look at you and smile. You look at the face, it looks almost human-like. But with a lion's mane and teeth. 
Um, okay, but that's your turn. Uh, it's going to... Now take its tail, raise its tail up higher and start shooting down at you multiple times. Roll. Um, for this one, I rolled a hit because it's a multi-attack with a tail spike. First one, that's a miss. That's a three. Um, second one, that's also a miss. That's a five. That one hits. That's a, a 24 to hit. A little weaker when, when it does targeted attacks. Uh, this is nine points of piercing damage as one of the spikes shoot into you. As a bonus action, it's going to use its tail spike regrowth, and you're going to see spikes shoot, shoot out. It's your turn. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to smile at it and say... It's an honor to give you a good fight. And then go for an attack. Cool. Uh, 20, and I rolled a 19, so it's crit. Both hit, obviously. All right, so I got... Uh, 16 was my crit, and then... So there's 15 and a 16. 31. 31 points of damage. How do you want to do this? Uh, I want to aim for its chest. And okay. Go for its heart. Okay. So as you go to aim for it, it smiles at you and realizes that it's been had. And as you stab into it, it, it whispers in your ear. Thank you. And it falls dead on the ground. Cheers immediately erupt. Mo moans and cheers. A lot of people didn't. You get the sense that a lot of people bet for you to go past round four. Um, but as the clowns run out and they just run out and drag this thing away. Is there any healing you want to do or did you not get hurt enough to heal? healing. I'm okay. taking another greater, which will give me 30 more points. Okay. So, all of you, there's hush quiet as the, as Elka's taking her drink potion, and you're starting to realize that your break in between are starting to get lesser and lesser. And then, all of a sudden, wandering out of the tunnel is the same basilisk-like creature that was fighting the goblin in the previous round. And it jumps out and looks at you and just goes... <laughs> Roll initiative. And since it's almost 10.30, this will be the last bout, and we'll pick it up. If you die, blend it. If uh, you don't, we'll pick up the sixth round right away and we'll do a full tournament arc if we want to do that. <laughs> Hell yeah. Tournament uh, arc. All right. I'm going to use my Dior O Dragoon to unleash a 15 foot radius circle of destructive energy. I, I, I do need a, 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 a initiative, please. Oh, that. Yep. 
Nope, I'm just gonna fight. I nope. just get to go first. Ten. Ten. <laughs> it goes first. <laughs> um, Dang it! <laughs> it's a fair. It's it's not a very dexterous creature, but it does go first. No. Uh, um, it's going to stare at you. Um, and you're gonna see its eyes glaze over. You've dealt with basilisks before, but you've never seen them with quite large horns on the front before. Um, and it looks at you and stares at you. Please roll a constitution saving throw as it looks at you. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. You feel a odd energy creep around you. And it starts to swirl around your body, and it, it feels alien-like, but you kind of shuck, shirk it off, and immediately the creature's going to look a little frustrated, and then gore rush you. That was its bonus action to do that, but it's going to lower its head. Um, that is a... Uh, it's a 19 to hit. I keep rolling 19s, it feels like. And it, it's going to miss you, and then immediately it's going to hit you, try to hit you with its tail. Put it, I'm gonna put you. I'm gonna put you over here. Dice. You can stay over there. That's 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 another natural one. Um, Keep using those dice. They'll eventually come around. I'm sure. Of and it. it's it's gonna wide swing its tail over your head and kind of like throw it off guard a little bit. It's now your turn. Now you can do your okay. ice thing. No, I can do my ice damage. So I needed a dexterity saving throw. Oh, that's great at those. Uh, that's a 15. Oh, I just made it. So you're gonna take half damage. Eleven, five damage, five ice damage. Okay, and kind of like steps over the ice as it as it hits and like punches into its arms. Kind of like stares at you, but yeah. You know. All right. Um. So anything you want? You want to move? You want to do anything like that? Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm going to use my rabbit hop to oh. go back here. Okay. Doesn't invoke attack of opportunity. Good job. Yeah, I'm a smart lady. Uh, and then um, I'm just going to... Run over here. Okay. So you jump over there and immediately it looks really pissed because you got that far away. How far away are you from it? All right, it's going to move forward. It's going to jump forward 20 feet. Oh, good. I just dumped some D4s on the ground. Or not D4s, D8s. Um, it's going to just stare at you. Uh, make another... Uh, its eyes going to glow again. Make another constitution saving throw. Thirty twenty. You make the save as the same energy kind of swirls around you. It doesn't have the movement to get to you. So that is going to be its turn. Actually, it's going to hold its action to see if, it, if you get within range of it. Right. <laughs> I'm going to pull out my crossbow. 
because why the fuck not? And I have um, a bolt of thunder that I'm going to use. Oh shit, okay. Um, 23 to hit. <laughs> Definitely hits. Um, so we have a D8, and then I have a D6. Alright, five lightning damage, two piercing. Lightning or thunder? Uh, lightning. Lightning, okay. That's what I have written down. Okay. I know it says thunderbolt, but I wrote down lightning. Gotcha. So. Okay, so that's, that's, uh, yeah. So, sorry, what was the damage amount? Total was seven. Total was five lightning, two piercing. You see the lightning do a little bit more damage than you expected. <laughs> um, and immediately it starts to zap it and you see it it kind of look very frustrated that you just did that to it. Um, so that'd be okay. Twelve points total. But that is uh that is your turn, right? Unless you want to move more. Uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's go a little further. Let's go out. <laughs> Trying to figure out what the farthest away. I only moved 30, right? Yeah. Oh, God damn it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Mammy me, bra. Wait, literally playing cat and mouse right now. It's going to get to... Lizard and bunny. Lizard and bunny. It's going to get to right there. Realize that it's you're out of range. And then it's going to stare at you again. Make another constitution saving throw. I thought that was our game. <laughs> oh, wow. 21. 21. Save right, from, from the cheap seats. Jeez. <laughs> um, it's going to use... It's, it's going to hold this action if you get close to it. To bite at you. Because that's oh, all it can I'm... do because you nimble little asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, I'm gonna run over here and I'm gonna I'm gonna do another another thunderbolt. Okay. Everyone's just like at, at this point you start to hear cheers, you also start to hear booze, and you're like, come on, twisted stick. Does it have a dick? I don't know. Kill it. 17? 17 just hits. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. Eight lightning. So six, Se 16 lightning. Seven piercing. Okay. No, eight was the total. Eight was the total? I oh. rolled a four. Sorry. Oh. Yeah, gotcha. I apparently doubled it without thinking about it. That's fine. You can do that. Just uh, now that I know you're doing that, I'll just do that. Sorry. Um. Okay, so sorry. So that's 15 total. Eight and seven, yeah. Okay. All right, I got the number. Gotcha. Okay. It's going to look very angry and wander to right. Well, yeah. How far away? It was, it was right here. Fucking hell. Um, it's. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 going to go right there and be very angry at you and uh, stare at you again. Make another con save. Nat 20. Fucking hell. <sighs> it's going to hold its attack for if it gets close to you. Your turn. This is this is more fun because I know Zach is getting upset. 
Are you just, are you just bidding it around this whole time? Yeah, yeah. just kind of get around, yeah. Oh, yeah, all right. I'm more glad that we're ending tonight. <laughs> oh, shit. 19. Hits. I'm gonna double this electric damage, bro. I'm gonna double the double. Yep, so what it does is it, du it doubles the crit, so. Uh, so I rolled a three, so that's gonna be 12. Okay. Thun or lightning. And then four pier uh, eight piercing. Eight piercing. So 20 total. 20 total. It's barely living. And it's gonna look really pissed again, and it's going to. Uh, it's gonna go right here. And one more con save for me. But... It's gonna stare at me again. Yeah, it's gonna stare at you intently. Twenty-one. Yeah. You save. Your turn. It's not even gonna ready its attack. It's just feeling defeated at this point. All right, well, I'm going to run up and stab it in the face then. <laughs> I can I can tell I've weakened its resolve to get close enough. Sure. Yes. That's, that's how that exactly works. That's that's how that works. All right, that's an 18. Hits. And a 21. Also Which hits. Also hits. Mm. All right. Eight piercing. Six ice. How do you want to do this? Jab it right through its eyeballs. It's going to look very defeated at you and just kind of look at you with like as as the, be the best puppy dog eyes it can put forward as, as you stab two rapiers straight into its eyes. Um, and it falls dead. What are you trying to do, Luke? Oh, you're trying to get a cat to climb down your arm. I'm trying to summon him over here. Oh, no, please don't. That's too much chaos for right now. Um, anyways, so, yeah, it dies. Kind of lets out a little whimper. And then falls to the ground dead. I wanted to petrify you, damn it. <laughs> uh, and they drag it out. You can heal if you want to. It didn't really do much to it you. It literally didn't touch me. Did it not? Oh, that's not the once. reason why reason why it was fifth round, because I had the ability to petrify you instantly, which would be KO. It was the easiest fight. <laughs> yeah, if you would have rolled below a if you would have rolled rolled below a 17 on your con save, it would have been instant out. I have a plus six to constitution yeah. and I was rolling really well. Yeah, if you would have gotten petrified, just to put it in perspective. It would have had enough to get one attack on you before they got it and wrangled it out. So you would have been pretty fucked up. Um, but okay, it's dead. I immediately you hear cheers, you hear boos, you hear moans and groans, and they're kind of just like that was boring. And they're like, I was gonna I look at, or gonna try to find a person who booed. Okay, <laughs> yeah. roll a perception check. It's a big crowd. Oh, I got. Why am I looking? I know it's one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, net 20. 21. There's a person like 15 feet away from you. It's like a, it's a, it's a goblin that's booing. Going, Boo! You suck! Anybody could have killed that thing! 
We're just gonna, we're just gonna walk up to the goblin and just pick it up by its shirt. Be like, quiet. Roll an intimidation check with advantage. Big ten foot minotaur walking up out of the stand out of nowhere and grabbing someone. Yeah. Um, intimidation. Oh, I did. I did chuck them in there. <laughs> Plus eight intimidation. Holy shit. Uh, twenty-three. He just goes, "Yes, sir." He just looks Thank at you. You'll see me again and walk away. <laughs> His eyes will widen. <laughs> <laughs> or he just means it's in the. You'll see him in the tournament again. He's not going to kill him, but. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um you look at uh you'll look out Elka and immediately you'll smell a you smell a similar smell that came smell smelly, sorry. That smells smelly, yes. A similar smell that that was very present in Artemis. A kind of an electric fire like smell. And wandering out of the the tunnel, you see a blue-like lizard creature. If if it would if it would load, that'd be great. I think roll twenty just died on me. You see a blue, uh, a young blue dragon start to wander out very calmly um, out of the tunnel. There we go. Blue dragons are ice, aren't they? Uh, no, you would know this because of Artemis. They are lightning. Oh, right. I would know that. And was there. it is a smaller young blue dragon than you... Anticipated. We also traveled with one, so she would know it from. You would also know that a blue dragon, because of uh, yeah, because of Aragon. But uh, it looks like this dragon is just out of its wormling stage, just barely getting to the point where it can be even considered a dragon. And it's gonna wander out and look at you and just kind of like sheepishly smile at you. And that's rolling tonight's yeah. session because it's ten thirty. Kind a baby dragon. And uh, we will get into the next uh, next round of Elka's bout, as well as any shenanigans that you guys are allowed to do whatever the hell you want in the in the crowd. If you guys want to try to incite some cheers, <laughs> if you want to try to rob people, you can do that. Um, but and I have a one to animal handling. There's no way I'm going to be able to tame a drag a, a, a baby dragon. I mean, it's not even the same color as me. I can I can find a DC for that. <laughs> roll roll really high. If I roll a nat twenty, is it then my friend and I will forfeit the rest of the matches? Maybe. Bit. All right. If that's what you want to do. Everyone do has right choices now. in this game. I'll do it right now. I get a D twenty. I get to get to be friends with it. If that's what you want to try to do before we end it, you can do that. Beep. Play a tune. <laughs> I rolled an 11. I rolled half as good. So we're just kind of like acquaintances. It, it, 
looks at you and just kind of nods his head, like kind of tilts his head to the side, and then lunges forward, and that's where we're on tonight's session. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a dragon too. Be my friend. Yeah, eleven won't cut it. <laughs> I know. Okay, well, we will uh, pick this up next week, um, immediately starting with Elka's bout with the young blue dragon, see if she can get past him. If she gets past round six, you guys who bet it are going to start getting money back. Uh, and then we'll hop into Vaten's, and hopefully his goes just as well. And then after that, we can get into the actual tournament, and we could have... If, Every good D&D actual play needs to have a good tournament arc, and that's what this is, I guess. So I, I'm going to use the next week to fully dive into this tournament, because I didn't expect all of you to enter, pretty much. So I gotta make more NPC. I, I, ex I fully expected Ori and maybe you, Elka, and maybe Zane to enter. I did not expect Vaten, Thaddeus, uh... I did not expect Bartender Thaddeus to enter out of character at all. Out of character, I will. I will be completely honest with you. I thought you were like telling me without telling me when you had Beep Watch Alara. Oh no! That, no, no, that like I, I no, I. So I asked Austin if if Beep would be interested in, in, in entering a tournament. Austin's like, fuck no. So okay, well, that's all that was. That's the only that's the biggest reason I actually uh, went through with it is because it kind of, I, I took that as like implying like, yeah, you should probably go ahead and enter. If you want to. I mean, like, listen, this game is full of choices and if you don't want to do anything, you can just sit and sit down and enjoy the show. Um, oh no, game on. I'm, I'm in. So yeah. Well, Kill I one thing, get bored, leave. Yeah. <laughs> Makes makes friends with the wild tournament. makes friends with the wild boar that I'm gonna stick against them. Yeah, what if uh, the just makes friends with all the creatures that come out? <laughs> I, say, I I think I have an eight manable handling. That wouldn't shock me. You are a druid. It's at least a five. Yeah. All right. I will be uh, right back. You can save it. All right, everyone. Thank you for watching. Uh, I know this is a 1v1, 1v1 episode, and it will begin that way next episode. And then hopefully we'll start to get into see, get into seeing more people. These guys haven't exactly had a chance to do full-blown combat, like individual combat, in a very long time. So um, I figured I'd give this option to them if they felt like doing it, and they took it. So we'll see what the... We'll see what next week brings, um, and hopefully this tournament tournament arc. I'll say, in, it's a tournament arc at this point. Um, hopefully this becomes uh, entertaining, and uh, maybe, 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 just maybe, one of them will die or one of them will win. We'll see. But, anyways, thank you for watching. I love every single one of you. Have a good night. And uh, I'll catch you guys next Sunday. Reminder um, that everything, if you had to step out at any time, the full episode will be uploaded on our YouTube tomorrow, as well as be uploaded on all the podcasting formats and sites at 5.30 p.m. Eastern time. Um, I will be scheduling that to go out hopefully tonight. So everyone have a wonderful night. I'll catch you guys later.
Peace out.